Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. Oh, I'm a bad person. Yes, Justin is a bad person. And we are back. We've got Greg in the one corner, and we've got Stephanie back again. And of course, our good friend Pete is still joining us as well. How's everybody doing tonight? Fantabulous. Excellent. I'm very excited to do the second half of the 80s movies bracket. It is going to be fun. We had some good discussions about these last time. And I have a feeling just looking at some of the ones that are here in this half that we shall carry on that idea. So... Before we get going into this, let's check in. What's everybody drinking tonight? Greg, let's start with you. What do you got on tap today? Um, I'm drinking one of my New England IPAs right now that I'm finishing up, a homebrew. And uh, nice. lined up, I have a good old Spider Man Queen Melbourne Imperial Brown. Love that one. Nice. I stopped by there um, uh, Thursday on the way home. Gotcha. Yes. I hear you. Hey, Steph, are you going to be drinking anything this evening, or are you going to be sipping on water like a real tough lady again? I actually am drinking tonight, despite what Mark said. It's vodka soda. Excellent choice. All right, Mark, what do you got tonight? I'm drinking 730 Days Later from Dubco. Very nice. That is the... uh, Farmhouse one they made, right? Flanders. Yeah, uh, Flanders. Flanders and oh, Jerry's and Pino barrels for two years. There we go. <laughs> a little callback. Justin, you're drinking the same thing, right? I am. Yes, I, I wanted to drink this with someone because it was a uh, for a for a 500 mil bottle. It was relatively on the it was on the expensive side, understandably considering it was uh, you know. Three, uh, two year, two plus years, in the, yeah, two plus years in the making. Um, I think I, I, I'm digging it. Good. Any notes? Any notes on it other than I'm digging it? Like, what's a what's a gift presenting with? Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's an acetic Flanders red aged in a barrel. Like, if you've had a Flanders red, that's sort of what it uh, what it tastes like. But the the cherries definitely add a, a note of uh, sweetness to the uh, to the okay. overall flavor. I always enjoy uh, cherries, and I wish I could remember what the hell that cherry part beer that we had at the last uh, beer festival was, but I really could not tell you for the life of me. It's uh, Duchess de Bergignon or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever that was, that was amazing, and I wanted to drink that, like, by the gallon. That's a great one. And Pete, are you drinking anything this evening? Are you still working on that rum? The rum is still in the house, but I am returning to my straight-edge roots. I, I have some something that I made. It's handcrafted artisanal crystal light. Uh, it, has, it has one note that can only be described as orange light. Okay. Uh, and that's that's what I'm going with. Oh, you've, got, you've got orange crystal light? You, you're drinking tang without the sugar. Basically. <laughs> that's a space man drink. Without the sugar, without the flavor, it only has much fun. There we go. All right. With or without chimpanzees. Um, without what? Is that right? With or without the chimpanzees. Okay. Um, I'm still working on my last purchases from uh, Po'boy. I've got some outstanding that I'm working on, which is a 
delicious oatmeal stout that I've enjoyed numerous times at the best. So happy to have some more of that. I might, uh, Rachel's out of town tonight, so I might steal one of her sangria um, ciders. I have one of those down oh, right. here. I have one of those down here, but unfortunately, my Rachel's on on the on the call, so I can't steal it. Oh, she won't come down to get you. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, um, let's do a quick recap from last week. Are you picking up the fireworks, Justin? Sorry no. about my neighbors who are crazy and decide that every weekend is a firework weekend. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, I'm not. Fourth of July is in three weeks. That's right. We got prep. Um, so we've had some good ones in the first in the uh, in the first half that uh, did not make it. You know, better off dead did not make it out of the second round. Um, the classic A Christmas Story also didn't make it out of the second round. Um, but then we've got ones like Clue that fell to the Naked Gun, which made its way to the round of eight going up against the Breakfast Club, and the other round of eight matchup is Spaceballs versus the Princess Bride, a particularly tough one for me, I'll be honest there. So we're going to go down to the bottom of the half of the bracket, and we're going to get started off with the 2 and the 63, Splash, the uh, mermaid useless film with uh, overrated Tom Hanks going up against the Karate Kid. You gotta stop Start. yourself with the problem with the Tom Hanks fans. Okay. I just thought I'd cut it early tonight. But I'm gonna vote for Karate Kid. Just because Karate Kid destroys Splash. Well, I'm going real much, yeah. So, like, I put Splash, like, in my list of movies, like, ironically. I didn't even think that anyone would bother to put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Splash so, is a good movie, though. What? I grew up watching Splash. I like it. Uh, there were terrifying things that happened in my childhood too. Like, <laughs> um, I'm definitely a Karate Kid fan. I don't appreciate uh, Kevin, uh, you know, poisoning the well on this one, uh, but it's Splash, so he gets passed. Karate Kid is definitely the superior movie here. I think. Although when you watch it now, like well, I remember watching as a kid, thinking like um, Daniel Caruso was like always getting bullied by these kids, but he was messing with them back the entire movie. Absolutely. I just watched the other movie. The scene where he puts the hose over the toilet. Exactly. Yeah. He's just trying to peacefully uh, relax in there, you know? <laughs> he's from New Jersey, you know? Yeah. yeah, but you know what? He's, he's a, a Southern he, California pussy. But he's, but he's a baby-faced nice guy, so he can fuck with them. It's, it's not a problem. And let's be honest. Elizabeth Shue, come on. I am I, I am quite a, a big fan of Elizabeth Shue, whether it be Adventures in Babysitting, this, The Saint is probably one of my all-time favorites with her, but I'm going to continue on my Elizabeth Shue love, but um, yeah, easily Karate Kid for this one. Me, me thinks that uh, Greg, Greg Kelly has a, is smitten with uh, Elizabeth Shue. Oh, clearly. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no thinking about it, clearly. I'm going to wait um, I, I'm also going Karate Kid. Yeah, I ha- you, you have to. Like, you, 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 first of all, Splash is pure garbage, and 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 it's you know Pete's pro- a broken person, so it, it makes sense that he would put that on his list. Um, it uh, my favorite. Like, if we were talking about Karate Kid two, 
it would still beat the shit out of Splash. That's how bad Splash is. Because um, Karate Kid 2 is really bad. Other than that one song, that, that movie's terrible. Uh, Which one was when they went to open that Yeah, with the ice, with the ice slicing. The drum technique? Yeah, yeah. Yes, also the, dr- the bonsai tree. Oh, yes, also yeah. the, yes, the bonsai trees, etc. When the when the the blade comes flying out of the the weird like fight simulator that's made out of ropes and shit, like I don't, I don't, you know, that was, I don't know, that was a strange movie. But that's the, hook for, that's the fishing hook for the whales that they pull in. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I'm serious. I know that. I, I know, but I'm just saying he's up there fighting it. You know, he's like practicing his kicks against the against the thing. So. uh... Karate Kid is is a. I think Karate Kid might have been the first movie that I saw in the theater. That's not true. I saw Five Foot Goes West first. I think it was the first non-animated movie that I saw in the theater. But uh, American Tale, because Five Foot Goes West oh, came out like much later. Yeah, the 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 first one, American Tale, yes. On the boat and shit. There uh, are no guests in America. <laughs> Five Foot So uh, I, I think it's obvious that I, I love Karate Kid. Yeah, I'm going with Karate Kid as well. I'm a big fan of it. You know, and I, I think the uh, the lasting legacy of some of the Karate Kid lines of how they, you know, attach themselves into pop culture is, you know, speaks volumes of it as well. Steph, how do you fall on this one? I like Tom Hanks. I like mermaids. I hate Elizabeth Shue. Mr. Miyagi forever, but I'm going to Splash. Whoa. Elizabeth Shue? I can't stand her. I made that pretty clear last time. Anything with Elizabeth Shue and I will be voting for the other one. Wait a minute. Why do you hate Elizabeth Shue that much? I can understand how he's spitting with her like Greg. Like, I don't think she's a very good actress. And I don't think oh, she's ever had a better. Daryl Hannah is not a good actor, and she's not. I'm, I'm not saying she is. I said I like Tom Hanks and I like mermaids. I, I don't understand what was up with like movie executives in the '80s who were like, "Oh yeah, we gotta, gotta have Daryl Hannah. We need Daryl Hannah in this." Alright, um, and now Disney has CGI'd a whole bunch of hair on her ass for Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> With the hair uh, down past her breasts? Yes. So uh, now, now we... We're going to see a butt crack. Now, now, yep. we, now we know what Mark is smitten with. Yep. Hairy butt cracks. CGI hair? Hairy butt cracks. Just hair Alright, Karate Kid advances pretty easily past Splash. And now we've got Labyrinth going up against Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Shrunk, that must be like 89, right? 88, I think. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, so it's probably right at the end of the decade. Yeah. 89. 89. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I enjoyed. I thought it was cute. I thought it was fun. Um, It's not something I've rewatched in the past 30, in the past... My years, you know, I just I haven't seen it, but and Labyrinth honestly is not one from my childhood, but it's one that uh, my wife loves, and she turned me on to it, and it is actually it's really interesting, and I could understand how it's in kind of that same vein as Willow and 
you know, that people could, would really enjoy it. So um, I think I'm going to go with Labyrinth here just because I think it's a, a more creative and a, uh, the, I love Muppets. I love Muppets, so it's, Labyrinth is going to get my vote. Yeah, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a strange uh, reaction to this. I've actually never watched either of these movies at all. I've okay. seen I've seen clips of each of them, and obviously I've seen I've seen parodies of both of them also. But uh, right. um, I think one of them is Crawl. I think one, I think Crawl might be a parody of Labyrinth, even though Crawl might have happened first. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway. I, I'm going to vote for I'm going to vote for Rick Moranis just because I, I'm, I guarantee you Labyrinth is a better movie. I guarantee it. I just love Rick Moranis. Um, he'll forever be my gatekeeper slash keymaster. I never remember which one he is. Um, and uh, so I have to vote for Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I'm gonna be, uh, I, I've never seen Labyrinth. Um, Honey I Shrunk the Kids was uh, a, a, not a huge movie growing up, but a movie I enjoyed when I was growing up. I tried to show my kids Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and they got scared. Um, okay, and you definitely should show them Labyrinth. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, I was getting where these Muppets are, like, taking their heads off and, like, throwing them back and forth. They, there's some really fucked up shit in Labyrinth, so you should definitely not show that to your children. No, I'm not going to throw Also, David Bowie. And David Bowie's package, which probably should be a separate... Yeah. Uh, a separate entity in the uh, credits. That that'll be what that'll be a bracket like six weeks from now. Best best package shown David in movie. David best bulges in film and music. <laughs> <laughs> and the bulgy goes too. <laughs> All right, Steph. As, as probably one of the biggest fans of bulges in this in this conversation. Where's your where do you fall in the form? Yeah, labyrinth was very strange. When I saw it as a kid, I didn't really understand it. It was very long and slow for me. Honey, um, I Shrunk the Kids is just very fun. As I mentioned last time, I think Rick Moranis is very underrated. Um, I forget which one of the parks, but one of the parks in Disney had a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids attraction, and you could pretend like you were shrunk, and that was so much fun as a kid, getting to imagine you're running around in the grass with the ants. So I have to go with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh boy. I, I expected to be the only idiot that voted for Honey I Shrunk the Kids, so, alright, let's keep going. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm just surprised that, it was, that neither Greg or Justin have not seen it. Like, that's the surprising part to me. I always, I gotta be honest, I've always wanted to see it because I know how much people dig it, and I've definitely seen parts of it, and I can see it being a pretty cool movie. I just haven't. No, listen, I, I can't, I'm just surprised, that's all. I'm not not going for it, I'm just surprised about it, that's all. He, can you throw us into overtime here? What's the deal? I, I, I'm still trying to think of better names for the bulgies. The golden hammock award, maybe? Some, something like that? Um, here's the funny thing. I, I feel like anytime we discuss movies and there's four more people gathered, Labyrinth always comes up, which is why I was like, is Labyrinth on here? I've never actually seen the movie. <laughs> really? you, you're okay. a prime candidate for seeing the movie, by the way. Like, even more so than me. What's that? You're a prime candidate to see this movie. Like, even more so than me. Like, it's right up your alley. It's crazy yeah, fantasy it's like shit. Yeah, shit, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, tend to, uh, I tend to stay away from that kind of stuff. Try to keep my mind pure. Uh, so, if I'm, if I'm going out, I'm going to work on it now. Okay. I have to go for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids because I real, I've never seen wow. that. Wow. 
I can't. This is like the upset of upsets. Wow, I am not really surprised. I'm really surprised. I am really surprised. Hey, Mark, what, what do you, what do you, what do you got, Mark? Ah, uh, my vote is obviously for Labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> One because it fucked me up as a child. Two because it had Jennifer Connelly in it. That's so it. wait, we found the source of Mark's damage. It was Labyrinth. Yeah, but wait a second. So you say, are you saying that Jennifer Connelly has a hairy butt crack? Because we've already established that's your thing. Who knows? You don't say butt crack in this but it's possible. Carol Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jennifer Connelly does have very hairy eyebrows. She's got very prominent the caterpillar thing going on. Before that was the rage. Um, I gotta say, Labyrinth. You guys should check out um, he, uh, Pete and Greg. Your older kids might kind of be in that age bracket where they might enjoy it. It might freak them out, but they might enjoy it. I'm not really sure. Wait a second. Um, you could just break them and turn them into Mark. Everything will be fine. Honestly, you should just show it to both kids so that way you can threaten them with the Goblin King. Yes. <laughs> That's always good, too. Um, what, what's better for the kids, Labyrinth or Crawl? Labyrinth. Hundred thousand. Labyrinth looks like you're doing more than girls. What about the Ewoks? They're just going to be mad that you showed them that pile of shit. <laughs> well, Mark's doing a double feature with Caravan and Courage in the Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, like, if, um, like I said, I, I'm a big, I, I really dig Muppets, and if you really want to know what was going on in. You know, Jim Henson's mind, Labyrinth came out of his mind. Like, that's that's kind of his vibe. Like, I know everyone thinks, like, Sesame Street and all, like, oh, hey, yeah, it's all sunshine and rainbows and stuff. But, like, he also did a couple things where he was like, dude, you got some darkness in there, too. Okay, I respect that. There's a lot of fucked up shit that Jim Henson did. Like, the Jim Henson events series yeah. that didn't last very long because people were like, oh, Jim Henson, it's for the children. No, it's not for the children. That's like when, uh, Bob Saget was uh, trying to do stand-up while being on Full House, and, and, he, and he had he had like like literally had a, a uh, first-grade class come to his stand-up, like an AP. Oh, yeah, yeah I hasn't heard it. He has some of the dirtiest stand-up. Oh. He has a he, he had a story about having sex with somebody's eye hole that was pretty incredible. <laughs> Okay. It was a joke, not a story. I shouldn't say a story like it actually happened. It was it was a joke. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. So, honey, I shrunk the kids. Surprise upsets over Labyrinth, or at least a surprise to me. That's next awesome. matchup. Next oh, matchup. Well, uneducated. <laughs> We've got Caddyshack going up against Beverly Hills Cop. I have, I have a prediction, and I want to see if it's correct. I think this is going to be three to two. And I think it's going to be me and Steph. Okay. So, Pete, where do you fall on this? Three, I want Beverly Hills Cop. You're, okay. you're voting for Paul Reiser? Yes. Definitely best sidekick of uh, in any uh, Eddie Murphy movie. Paul Reiser. Oh, no way, dude. Nick, was that Nick Nolte in uh, the other one? Is that who? who? Yeah, yeah, yeah for, I would consider him a sidekick. I would consider that principal. Oh. principal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair point. Beverly Hills Cop, probably because I've seen that movie like 500 times and I've seen Caddyshack like three times. They're both fantastically funny movies, but I'm, I'm Beverly Hills Cop on this one. Plus, Pete really hates that golf takes me away from playing video games with him. 
Here's the here's where the divorce happens. Here's the well here's the, here's where the divorce happens because I'm going Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the wrong Manson. Shit. Beverly Hills Beverly Hills Cop is a superior movie to Caddyshack. Caddyshack is an incredible movie and it's very quotable, but it's extremely like one dimensional. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Eddie Murphy is by himself is better than any individual character in Caddyshack by a large margin, except for maybe Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase has some depth in Caddyshack, but they don't explore it very much. The uh, I love Eddie Murphy as an actor, especially a comedic actor, and uh, Beverly Hills Cop is one that I watched with my parents and my aunt and my uncle like when we went over their house on a, you know, a Friday night that I never should have seen at the age that I saw, which is kind of a theme in my life with movies. Um... And I, I loved it then, and I love it now. Mark, what are you thinking on this one? I'm, I'm unsure where Mark would fall on this one. I, I can't predict. Yeah, I think I have to go with Beverly Hills Cop, just because um, there, there are some funny moments in Caddyshack, but I, you know, it really doesn't tickle me in the way that some other things do. And yes, I know that sounds dirty. Listen, I'm going to side with Stephanie on this one. I am very, I very, very pro Caddyshack. It is one of like my top five movies that I've seen, like quantity wise. I think it's hysterical. I love all the jokes. I love how the jokes build on each other, from you know from scene to scene, and you just. I think that it's just enough Chevy Chase to make it funny, but you don't get tired of him. Um, I, I cannot, it's, it is so hilarious from start to finish. There is no scene in there that is wasted. There is no punchline that doesn't hit. It is outstandingly funny. Beverly Hills Cop is a, is a really, really good movie, but I don't think it's Eddie Murphy's best movie. And just that one in Spaceballs were like on loop. Because we had them on the same VHS, like those two. <laughs> now here's a question: Do you think that uh, um, Golden Child is better than uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Oh, um, man, I gotta say, Golden Child. Okay, I I saw the Golden Child in the theater somehow. I want the Please. I, I was so young, I did not get any of the jokes, and all I did was get freaked out by, like, the demon thing. Yeah. And the, kid eating blood, and the kid eating blood oatmeal. So, like, that one has always, like, not sat well with me. So, in the past, I've watched, I've watched it again. It's pretty good, but it's just my least favorite of his movies. Okay. All. That's, a, that's a fair point. Definitely considering the age the age when you saw it. Because I, I yeah, got freaked. My, I, I saw it when I was, like, probably 15, and uh, yeah, that was American still freaking man. I never saw that one. My favorite uh, is probably Trading Places, which is later on in this list, and I will straight up be voting for that one because I think that is hysterical, and I think him and Aykroyd make a great combo when they're together, and they play off each other so, so well. You know? So I'll go into that a little bit more, but for now, Caddyshack is by vote. So, Greg, we need you coming in here. 
Are you going to tip this for Beverly Hills Cop, or are you going to tie it up for Caddyshack? If we tie, if we tie it up, apparently I can somehow summon summon Jen Kelly to uh, to give us a response. Um, I, 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 I have a clear answer on it. I, I I grew up a big fan of Caddyshack. Um, loved the movie. Thought it was hysterical. Um, and although I've watched Beverly Hills Cop, probably two or three times, and definitely laughed at it. Um, no comparison in terms of the history for me. Uh, definitely over Caddyshack. So I just want to point out before anyone else does, not only am I bad at predictions, I'm also shit at math because I thought there were five of us. <laughs> you're looking, you forgot to chat yourself. I did, because I'm used to looking at uh, Google Hangouts, or we're not in Google Hangouts, or in Google Meetings, and I don't see myself. Tiny, tiny, tiny spot upper right corner. Yeah, I know. I got it. Um, so I threw, up the, I threw up the bat signal. We can come back to who wins this particular uh, particular item. Alright. We'll have to call in the call in the righty. Alright, next one. We've got Lethal Weapon hitting that same eighties cop vibe, going up against possibly the best sequel in all of sequels in Empire Strikes Back. Okay, I'm gonna start this off because I don't like Star Wars. Like at all. I know you don't. In any way, shape, or form. I also happen to you guys go up to this shit? I also happen to love Lethal. I also I also happen to love Lethal Weapon. I, I love this movie. It's another one. Another one of those movies is a theme. We watched a lot of these crazy, weird cop movies. Um, I, as a kid, you know, rented from Blockbuster when I probably shouldn't have seen it with my whole family. My mother trying to cover my eyes. Um, yeah, that's that's all there is to say about it. I don't like Star Wars, and I like Lethal. I like Lethal Weapon a lot. I think by not by saying you don't like Star Wars, have you seen Star Wars, all of them, and have you focused on how great Empire Strikes Back is of the Star Wars series? I have seen all of them. My relationship with Star Wars is twofold. I was sort of forced to watch them because the genre in and of itself is not something that I would generally watch, but I had enough friends that were like super into it, like like our friend Glenn and stuff, that were like, you need to watch this. And I watched them in college, too, so like it was like I wasn't a kid when I watched it. Which may be a, a positive or a negative, but I, within a half an hour of every movie starting, I gave zero fucks about anything happening. I just wanted it to stop. And then, when I was older and I was working on the fishing boat, I was getting dragged to midnight showings of the new Star Wars, which were terrible. Um, way worse than the originals. And uh, I fell asleep through most of them. So, yeah, it's sort of lost on me. I'm clearly Empire Strikes Back on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Greg. Empire is, is a fantastic movie in its own right. Like I said, it's probably the best sequel in all of sequels. And uh, Lethal Weapon, I think it, I think is funny. Um, I I love uh, Murtaugh, and every day I relate more and more to him. <laughs> which is which is always depressing. Danny Glover's hysterical in that movie. Um, he he makes a really good straight man in that. He's really funny. Lethal Weapon um, Two is a pretty damn good sequel too. It's not as I'm sure it's not as good as Empire Strikes Back. I'm not trying to say that, but it's pretty. No, good. I, I understand where you're coming from. I get. Um, but for me, um, I I've got to go Empire. What are you doing, Steph? Steph? What are you thinking here? 
I like Lethal Weapon 2 much better than the original Lethal Weapon. Um, but it's not Lethal Weapon 2 against Empire Strikes Back. It's the first one. Um, my dad is a huge Star Wars fan, so I grew up watching it. Um, the whole reveal that Darth Vader is Luke's father, like, that's incredible. So I, I have to go with Empire Strikes Back. What's the time Yes. <laughs> Hey, sure. hey, hey, that's my yeah, wife. That's my wife. Don't talk about her tauntauns. Just <laughs> keep the camera from the, net, from the shoulders up. We can't do anything about that. <laughs> Besides, you're the only you're the only handsome we would remark about the smell is worse on the inside. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, be mean to say it about, about your child. Come on. It's true. He is a sweaty <laughs> little slime ball, though. Um... <laughs> Mark, I'm assuming you're going to be Empire. I am Empire. Uh, much like Tom Cruise, I really I can't go back and enjoy anything Mel Gibson is in anymore at this point in time. Yeah, I just can't. I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't really gen understand. I guess I can. It's not that I can't understand it. It's just like. Them on the... My wife doesn't like watching Tom Cruise movies because of the whole him-hating psychology thing. We're not going to delve into her thoughts behind that right now. But I, I don't know what it is, but I don't care. Like, I don't want to go hang out with them, but I watch it. I don't... I, I just watch the movie. Like, he's a character. I, I watch the character. You know? I understand. I'm not saying that, you, that you're wrong. It's just something that the, I don't the only, do. The only exemption that there is, is Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, because he is so over the fucking top in that movie that it's hysterical. <laughs> um, Pete, you're going to be Empire? I don't think so. Although, I was clearly Lethal Weapon on this one until I realized that the entire plot of Lethal Weapon in my head it was really Lethal Weapon 2. So I had to go back and Google what the original Lethal Weapon was, and I'm playing parts of that movie back in my head, and it's actually still, my answer is still Lethal Weapon, although I do think Lethal Weapon 2 is probably better. And I have to pick it for, for what it is as a series, because I don't remember which one of the movies it is, but I know that when I'm like a day out of retirement, someone's going to like put a bomb under my toilet and I'm going to be stuck there. Walking the whole life before my eyes. I'm pretty sure that's like two or three. <laughs> Definitely, it's it's definitely three. I'm I'm sure it's three. We that's another bracket. I gotta be honest. I think the next bracket we do might be best sequels as as we're discussing this. That might be impressive, but uh, it's an idea. Um, <laughs> I, for me, all of the, I was never into Star Wars, and um, honestly, no, before timer, we go to crown as the champion. What? What? Which land before time are we going to be crowned as the champion? Because there's like 18 sequels. Oh no! Yeah, no, no. Yeah, there's only going to be there's only going to be one 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 per uh, set of uh, one one per well, movie. It's going to be a lot of three anyway. Let's go. We can have a random more time in that case. Listen, listen on top of that, on top of that, what I find amusing is that. Yeah, three is the king of thieves. Do all the Kevin Smith movies come up as? One thing, or <laughs> no? Because they're not because they're not sequels. He only direct sequels. Yeah, he only did one sequel. No, I think he, didn't he make a Clark's three? No, no. it was a Clark's television series, like TV series. Yeah, and he re, and he redid Jay and Silent Bob. 
recently, right? Isn't that what he did? Rebooted it? Yeah, he did. You're right. He yeah. did do that. Um, Kevin Smith is one of my favorite uh, people ever. I, you know, not all of his movies are, are winners. That's a fact. But Clark's and Cl- Clark's too. Not as good as Clark's, but still pretty goddamn funny. Oh, cool. Yeah. So Jen never saw either of those movies. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna vote for Amy and say Labyrinth. Wait, no. Which one are we on? Okay. I don't know which to vote. What is Austin sitting next to you? I can't see him. Well, he actually left because he's got a brew early with Cook. He didn't realize he was brewing so early. Okay, that's fine. Um, all right, I guess we're rolling a fucking die here. I can't believe. Okay, we're going. We're going to the die roll. Yeah. All Actually, I just got a message from Jenny saying she would vote for Bill Murray, so that works out. There we go. Yeah, it is a. That's a. That is a. Uh, I, I can understand why people were. Why, why we had such contention there. This next one oh, for me. Man. This is kind hard. of falls into the category of like where a lot of you guys were with Caddyshack and Beverly Hills Cop or. Labyrinth and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where there was a lot of people not seeing it, because we have Short Circuit going up against Roxanne, and I think I've seen each of them maybe once, maybe twice, at most, and just... I've never seen Roxanne. Mark, there's a good Daryl Hannah movie. <laughs> no, Daryl Hannah's the weakest part of that movie. <laughs> That's true, Steve. Roxanne and Martin has, like, the obnoxious prosthetic nose. Yes. Yes, and he's figured out. It is the remake of Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah. From Steve Martin's brain. And that scene in the in the club where he just goes off about all the jokes for his nose is pretty hysterical. Yep. Yeah. That is a real that's a yeah. That's like stand up level how good he went through with that whole set. It was really good. Uh, short circuit, isn't that the one with the uh, white guy in brown face pretending to be yeah. a Whoa! Wait a second, you haven't seen Short Circuit? I I think I saw it like once. I know it's Johnny Five, and there's the thing that looks kind of like Wally. Yes. Yes. I don't remember a white guy in brown face, though. What was that? I don't remember it either, but I've I've heard Indian guy is a white Uh guy in brown face. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this this has to be Google. Hold on. I, oh my god, I, I, he was in Hackers. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he was the lead character in Hackers, wasn't he? Not the lead character. I he thought was it was involved. the lead. Oh, close to it, though. Um, this is hard. I, I like Roxanne from a sentimental standpoint. It was one of those movies that I used to watch as a kid on HBO, and, like, you know, I, it was on, like, every, you know, fourth showing on HBO when they used to have a, a rotation. Um, but Short Circuit is classic it's so quotable there's a stupid fucking robot in there it's uh i don't know i i'm a big big fan of the, that series short circuit 2 is actually halfway decent it's not that great but it, it's it's if you like the first one it's worth watching so short circuit for me 
It's Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are in the same way. membership. I just went to get a uh, new beer, and I was going to grab the uh, the Crowler of Abusive Stout that I have from Dubco, and then I saw that it said 12%, and I'm like, I'm not drinking a Crowler of 12% beer by myself right now. Like That's, that's something that's not happening. So yeah, I gra- need to start that a little earlier in the night. Yeah, I grabbed the Scorn uh, Oatmeal Stout from TBC. All right. Yeah, I'm backing it up with a second on the uh, Hooch Standing here. I drank a feel Canadian uh, every time I pronounce it. Standing. <laughs> I drank uh, the 16 ounce can of the um, breakfast buzz from TBC yesterday. Oh, you, were, you were rickety wrecked. Uh, and and that, that was too much. Because that's like drinking four beers. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That was, uh, that was a mistake. Alright, so I, I'm one for short circuit. Who's Who wants to, uh, wants to go next? I'm going for Roxanne. I love that movie. I love pretty much everything Steve Martin does. Um, I thought the jokes were great. I thought it was a great modern adaptation of an older thing that I haven't seen or read. Uh, and I'm going for so Roxanne, you know the story. Right. Exactly. Um, I'm going to back up Pete on this one. I'm going with Roxanne as well. I've seen it a couple times. It's one of the it's one of Rachel Fielder's movies, and it's one that I don't complain when she puts on because I actually enjoy kind of watching. I, I feel bad for the winner of this uh, bracket anyway, because realistically they're going to get stomped on in the next round, uh, no matter who comes out of this. But I'm going to go Roxanne on this one. Ooh. Wow. Did you did you dislike Short Circuit, Greg, or you just do you just like Roxanne that much? I think I only saw it once. It wasn't really that memorable. I never really cared to see it again. Um, I definitely saw it. I remember the little robot guy. It, it just wasn't my thing. Johnny Five's alive, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I did. That he did. I, I tell you, he did. I remember watching Short Circuit over and over again as a kid, like a younger kid really loving it, and then appreciating Roxanne much more when I got old. If I had to watch a movie right now, the two of these, I'd probably watch Roxanne. Right. All right, Steph, break my heart. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I adore Roxanne. Anything Steve Martin does, I love. Um, but, you know, the, the female lead in Short Circuit, her character's name is Stephanie. And at my first job, my name was John Five, because my name is Stephanie. So, you know, we can do that. And I think Short Circuit is so much fun. I love Little Robot. Fisher Stevens and Brown Face aside, I got to go with Short Circuit. All right, we're uh, we're at the uh, we're, that's is that three to three? Did you pick Mark? Am I fucked up? Um, I haven't voted yet. I, I think, knew someone uh, didn't I, vote, but I didn't know who it was. Yeah, I haven't voted yet, and I'm going to go with uh, Roxanne as well. It's just more of my it's more of a jam. <laughs> so I think we've got a uh, three to two, four to two, four to. <laughs> I'm, I'm following. Pizza. Did you get did, uh, Greg? Did you get Jed's communication? Jed just texted no, the two I'm of us. Okay, that's fine. I got it. She yeah. gave she gave me her answers for uh, for, for basically the first round, just in case we need them. But one of them one of them says call me, and um, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> 
All right. So Roxanne is going to face the winner of Ferris Bueller's Day Off and the original, I'm assuming this is the original Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, that's the, that's, yeah. Jack Nicholson. I have to say, I have to say this. There are zero good Batman movies un- until The Dark Knight. Zero of them. Um, no, no, oh, come on. no, no. I, I'm gonna. Di- I gotta disagree with you on that one. I'm not saying they're not good. I can, I agree with you that the. I think the Christian Bale, you know, Nolan Nolan ones are the better ones, and I enjoy them the most. But this one's really good. Like after all those, this one is the first. One that I enjoy way more. It's you want to tell me the George Clooney one is trash? Absolutely. It's you want to tell me Val Kilmer doesn't make a good one? I get you. It's but good from a cheese ball. This factor, one is though. really good. I like this one better than Batman Returns. What's that, sir? You like this one better than Batman Returns? That one had Alicia Silverstone, which was another one. No. I so. no, no, Batman Returns is Devito as the Penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. Is a plus. <laughs> I mean, Jack Nicholson as the Joker was ridiculed. Now, listen. I mean, to me, I think Cesar Romero is the best Joker. So I, I don't know. I he he, he, he I think Heath Ledger Heath Ledger's Ledger definitely to me at least well, is the best Joker. I haven't good. seen. I mean, it killed good, him. So. <laughs> no, the drugs and the alcohol did, but that's besides the point. Um. Listen, I'm not saying the wrong thing here, though. We Listen, can, I've already told you that Mark M was the best Joker. We can sit here and talk Batman all we want, but does anyone really gonna pick Batman over Ferris Bueller? Seriously, not this, that, that's where I'm at. This Batman, no, no, not this Batman. <laughs> I, mean, I just want to make sure we're clear there. Like you guys are talking a lot of Batman right off the right off the get go, and I, I was hoping it was just out of respect because Batman is Batman. Well, uh, it, it was yeah, more because Justin had to come with some dumbass shit about this being a really, really bad Batman. No, no, no. I don't. I think. I think all. I, I think all the Batmans prior to. I don't think that any of the Batmans prior to Dark Knight are even worth watching. You don't even like Mr. Freeze. Oh. <laughs> oh. They, they all have some artistic value. What about Mask of the Phantasm? <laughs> but wow, Bart. Thanks. He's like, he's fucking Wapner's Wopter, on it too. Like, <laughs> out of the two of these, I could watch Ferris every single day. I don't think I could watch Batman. 66. Mark, quick, tell me how many Oh, Jesus Lord. Um, no, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a fantastic movie. Um, it might be my favorite John Hughes Like, it's. It's so it's it taps into that like that spot in the psyche of like this is fucking awesome. Like it, I think he really does channel that thing of like everybody kinda wants to be Ferris a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean I think we can we can all easily easily say that it's six nothing Ferris Bueller, right? Yeah. I don't think I saw if I was Ferris Bueller's day off until I was like twenty something. But it's still better than that shithole Batman, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have bat shark repellent spray, so I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> bat copter. Oh my god, 
You're such a special person. I love you, but like, wow. <laughs> All right, six nothing. We got uh, Ferris Bueller running away there. Movie is the beginning when when Eddie Murphy is pretending to not have any legs and and begging. I I couldn't I don't I'm a terrible person but I laugh so hard at that every single time I see it and I know it's I know it's there like I I'm a hundred percent aware of what's gonna happen and I still laugh. Uh, uh, trading places is so so funny. I I love that movie. I've got to go with Trading Places over Pee-wee's. I'm also at Trading Places. Steph, what are you thinking here? I grew up with Pee-wee. I absolutely love Pee-wee, and I love Pee-wee's Big, Big Adventure. I always wanted to visit the Alamo. <laughs> that movie but, the reason I know the Alamo has no basement. <laughs> yes. facts. But um, just like Kevin, you know, I grew up with my dad watching it, so, you know, I would sit next to him on the couch. What It would be on almost every weekend. Um the chemistry between Eddie and Dan is amazing. Justin and I uh, were watching a documentary on Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters was actually supposed to be Eddie Murphy, John Belushi, and Dan Aykroyd. And um, so that didn't happen, but the two of them training places, uh, just uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, you get to see her boobs for the first time in it. <laughs> well, it, was, it, was, it was the first time for me. I don't know if she did it in another, in another movie. So I have to go with training Where are they hosing them down? <laughs> um, hey, where are you falling on this one? Yeah, I'm clearly Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I grew up oh, loving Pee-wee. Uh, Pee-wee really let me down with that whole uh, scene that he had in the movie theater uh, when we yeah. got older. It, it, it broke me a little bit because I grew up loving Pee-wee, so uh, I'm all Pee-wee on this one. I was actually super happy for Pee-wee. I was like, wow, you get yours. By yourself in the movie theater? Yeah, whatever, man. Whatever kink you got, go go flaunt that. What are you going to do? I can see being proud of him if he was, like, maybe doing something more than himself in the movie theater, you know? Yeah. Uh, low bar. I have a low bar, I guess. I'm not sure. I mean, I hang out with, I hang out with, I hang out with you guys, so, like, clearly. <laughs> I mean, all right, so where do we step on the camera at, uh... It's currently four to one trading places, so as per usual, Pete's meaningless, but I would like to know what he thinks, actually. I actually did see Pee-wee's Big Adventure several times as a kid, and not, um, I didn't see trading places until I was older. Um, aside from, like, implanting in my brain uh, the fact that the Alamo has no basement, 
Pee Wee's Big Adventure did introduce me to the song Burn in Hell by Twisted Sister. Um, <laughs> well, admit that as a kid, there's a part in that movie where there's like this ghostly uh, like truck driver who's like face gets like yep. torn off. Large, like, large March. Large March. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolute loving shit out of me as a kid. I couldn't oh, it. <laughs> was coming on like several. Um, uh, but uh, I am going to vote for trading places. I think it's better. All right. We got uh, five to one. Trading places moves on. <laughs> All right. So this next one, we've got Who Framed Roger Rabbit going up against Lean On Me. Please! That's an easy one. Lean On Me is a phenomenal movie. Like, it was one of the first movies I can remember seeing as a kid that, like, actually had an imp- like a, a actual impact on how I thought about things. You smoke crack, don't you? Right. <laughs> exactly. Jump. So, I, I, I... Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a fun movie, and it, there's nothing terribly wrong with it. It's a, it's a lot of fun, but Lean On Me was a very impactful thing to me, and I, I think it was an extraordinarily well-done movie. Yeah, especially as an educator myself. Lean On Me, uh, Mr. Clark, like... Mr. Clark, like, it, it was just wonderful to me. They put the they, they they tie down the freaking doors. They lock up the door. Yep. It, overall, Leon May is a wonderful movie. I'm gonna come out and just get this out of the way. I haven't seen Leon. You should. I, like you know, I, I shit on you for many things, but you should definitely see that movie. I think, especially now, you would you would like really appreciate it. It sounds like something I would appreciate more than I was when I was older. Um, I'm gonna because of that. I'm gonna vote for Roger Rabbit, but. That's the reason why. Yeah, I don't think I saw Lean on Me until I was much older. I don't really even remember it, but I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit in the theater and loved it. I love Bob Hoskins. He was the only good thing about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes! So, (laughs) I I have to go through Frame Roger Rabbit because that's from my childhood. Are you going to stand there? Are you going to sit there and really say that Anthony Hopkins has that is not one of the typical parts of them of Barry Brothers. I think. Uh, Lena, I'm going going with Lena. That's a fantastic movie. Um, Who Frayed Ron Rabbit is cool. Um, and uh, but the, when uh, Christopher Lloyd fries that shoe, that really freaked me out when I was a kid. <laughs> not gonna lie. When he when he dumps the shoe in the uh, in the hoop, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then when he pulls it off and he's got those crazy eyes going on, like, ooh, I, I get cold chills just just thinking about that man. It, it freaked me out. All right, Mark, you're our, you're the tiebreaker. Um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I don't think I've seen Lean on Me, but Who Framed Roger Roger Rabbit is a great movie, and Bob Hoskins like. Bob Hoskins doesn't get the credit that he deserves for how well he sold that entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was acting against nothing. <laughs> so uh, that's three to three, and uh, based upon the the, uh, the mail-in vote from Jen Kelly, it's going to be Lean On Me. Uh, lean On Me is going to move on four to three. Um, All right. This, so. this next one is hilarious. This is, these are two movies that are not really that good, but because of who is in them, they're that good. 
really just Danny DeVito caught up against himself, right? Well, that's, that's, that's the thing. So it's Romancing yeah, the Stone. It's Romancing the Stone versus Twins. And you're right, he's going against himself. The, on paper, those movies are dog shit. But because the actors in them, they're really good. They're both good movies. I'm not saying they're bad. But, like, if you were to just explain the script to people, you'd be like, fuck you. But then the actors, they, then they get in there, and it's amazing. I, I gotta be honest. Twins is by far the superior DeVito Schwarzenegger movie. Wait, are you trying to downsell Kindergarten Cop here? Hey, what about Junior? No, no DeVito, DeVito wasn't in a Kindergarten Cop. I was referring to Junior, as Stephanie pointed out. Oh, I love Junior. You're the only one. <laughs> Schwarzenegger pregnant? Come on. Oh my god, I was trying to remember what Junior was, and then you said Schwarzenegger pregnant, and it all just came right back into my eyes. And now, ah, oh, that was terrible. So, I've never seen Romancing the Stone. You should. I don't think I'm- it's a guilty pleasure type movie. What was the second Romancing the Stone? Jewel of the Nile. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Justin, Romancing the Stone is the reason why Back to the Future got made. Because Bob Zemeckis' success with Romancing the Stone got him the directing job for Back to the Future. So it's not just pure crap. No, no, it's not crap. I love the movie. Uh, The the storyline, like the actual, like, written story is garbage. But the, the actors made it good. Yeah. Well, I mean, Michael Douglas can do no wrong. Well, that's not true. That's he can do a lot of wrong. Wall Street. Wall Street is fucking terrible. Oh, my God. You are, you couldn't possibly be more wrong about anything, what ever. An Oscar for Wall Street. Come on. Wall Street is a fucking terrible movie. Go back and watch Wall Street. Tell me it's amazing. I have. Wall Street, my friends. No, no. Wall Street was where I was introduced to John C. McGinn. Alright. Great. Wall Street 2 is dog shit. Wall Street, <laughs> yeah, the original, is amazing. Garbage. Facts. <laughs> Except the yeah, Spider Man. He's a great Spider Man. What? <laughs> You're going to walk away after saying that bullshit? <laughs> what? Alright. I'm going for twins. Only, even though I'm not really a big fan of twins, I've never seen Romancing the Stone. And I guess twins had a couple good chuckles in there, so I'll go with twins for now. I have seen Romancing the Stone, but I think twins is a much better movie. I'm also going with twins because I watched that many times on like Channel 11 on Saturdays growing up. Yeah, I I don't know if I've ever seen Romancing the Stone, honestly. Mark, it came out like two days after you were born. <laughs> yeah, and? Yeah. and no, I'm just saying, like, like, it, like, I looked at it and I was just like, wow, it's just remarkable. Like, it's exactly that time. Like, it's exactly that old. Like, nope, it's not. Like, nope, I missed that one. Yeah, but like that was I not catch that one in the theater. Father watched repeatedly as I was a child. I'm like twins. Yes. Greg, where are you falling on this one? It's safe to say I'm a little bit torn on this one because I, I I have enjoyed Twins, but like Romancing the Stone, I remember having the like recorded VHS tape of that. Like we rented it from Mr. Video, and we had two VCRs, and we had 
we were able to like record from the one VHS to the other VHS, and we had that like dubbed copy of it. And we used to watch Romancing the Stone, my brother and I, a lot growing up. Um, I'm gonna go with Romancing the Stone. It was a nice action-packed thriller, almost. Um, I enjoyed it. No, I actually I didn't I didn't officially vote yet. I, I do like Romancing the Stone. Um, where are we at total votes wise? I was I want to say this. I was no, go, I was no, going I to, to uh, twin. What the fuck Please is Spider Man? I know that. That's was an inside joke between Steph and I because I always think that this like you know the Spider Man from the early nineties. I always thought I didn't think it was Shia LaBeouf, but I always would say that because it, he the dude looks like Shia LaBeouf a little bit to me. Listen, it's, I'm ter- there are two things about me. There are more than two, but there are these two. I am terrible with actor names. Terrible. Yeah. I have yeah. no fucking idea who almost anyone is. If I know who you are, you are like super A list. Two. Toby McGuire is like 15 years older than Shia LaBeouf. I do not remember the names of characters in movies either. So it's very, very hard. I'm, I'm terrible at all those things. Um, we, we do a lot of Googling. Yeah. Are yes. you talking about Andrew Garfield? I'm no. Thinking, no, no, no. You're talking about Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire is, is the right answer. Okay. I knew it was, and for everyone listening, I knew it was Toby McGuire. I said Shia LaBeouf for my wife. And then. But here's the here's the more important thing. While I was peeing, I heard Mark say that he lost his virginity while watching Twins. Like that's what I heard. I thought no, that's okay. not what he said at all. Okay, that's what? fine. I don't know how you came up with that. I was I had a I had a very very powerful stream going on and I couldn't hear a whole lot. Um. All right, so we're 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 all right. How many how many romancing stones do we have right now? Just Greg. All right, and then and then how many twins? For romancing the stone, because I can't vote for any movie that uses the phrase sperm milkshake seriously. (laughs) (laughs) How how many? Okay, so we have two votes for romancing the stone: one nonsensical one and one sensical one. Well, how many do we have for twins? Uh, At least three. 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 Oh, cool. Um, I am going to be romancing the stone. Um, so we have to go look for the mail-in vote here. Um. You sure it's not fixed, the mail-in vote? It is not. I can, I can show it to you right here. Ta-da. Uh, twins. Twins goes forward. I, I hear there's a lot of fraud with mail-in voting, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jen, uh, Jen Kelly goes twins for the, uh, okay. for the tiebreaker. Oh no, trouble in the Kelly household. That's all right. I like twins. Yeah, no, no. Greg, Greg, Greg wasn't wasn't attached to Romancing the Stone. I'm sure. Oh, right. I think you guys are gonna upset me on the next one, though. I really do. Well, we all know that they yeah, Kevin already want to hear it. Yeah. So. What's that? We all know Kevin. Talk. I don't even want to hear it. No. Uh, okay. So this next one. Stephanie, I'm talking about Willow. <laughs> is Willow and Big. And Big is one of my like is one of my two Tom Hanks exceptions. Oh! Oh! Uh, oh, this coming. It, um, <laughs> it, this one, Dig was one of those ones that I caught a lot um, kinda, kinda, as a younger kid. Always thought it was kind of cool, um, you know, at first just because you got to play with a whole bunch of toys, and, and then as I grew up a little bit and saw it more, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah, these, there's a lot going on here that's kind of cool. And I, I lose a lot of, I know I'm going to lose a lot of nerd cred, but I don't think I've ever seen Willow all the way through. 
or really that much at all. It's just a missing from my repertoire there. Can I, can I jump on right after you because I have a very similar story? Sure. I don't think I've ever seen Willow. And right. I grew up loving. If, if you asked me as a kid what my favorite movie was, my answer was clearly big. Um, yeah. I loved him dancing on a piano with his feet. I right. loved that he got toilet toys. I loved the Zoltar machine, and now they have that at Ghost Brewing Company. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so like, why go to Brewing just Ghost just because they have Zoltar there? Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> big is a classic to me. So big will have a hard time getting a, a not vote for me. Yeah. Uh, the baby corn scene alone. Oh yes. That's a deal for me. <laughs> I I really like Big. It's not a, that that like I was saying before. They were the like, romancing the stone and twins. How like on paper it was a terrible movie, but the the actors made it. In this case, it was a great movie on paper, and the actor made it even better. Tom Hanks and I again not great with uh, actress names, but the, uh, Elizabeth the, the yeah Robert yeah the, everyone there. Did a, like you believed them so much that the movie was it was an incredible incredible movie. Willow was a, a good movie, but it doesn't compare to Big. So I think once again the things that Mark loves get shafted because I never <laughs> I've never actually seen Willow, and while I have like mixed feelings about Big, I have to vote for Big. How do you have mixed feelings about Big? And I don't mean that like judgmentally the way it sounded, although I kind of do. What um, what do you not like about it? I'm having I have a hard time articulating because my wife is a huge fan of Big. I think she was in like the, the version of the uh, uh, Broadway show, uh, and we have this discussion every time Big comes up. I'm like, eh, but I, I don't know. There's just it, it just didn't. I've seen it several times, and I have no excitement or interest in it whatsoever. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a good movie. I think there were good performances, but there's nothing about it that makes me say I want to watch this movie. Okay. Whereas I think of the kind of crap that Willow is, is dealing with, like, I should probably want to watch that movie. I just haven't. Makes sense. All right, that's fine. All right, Mark, just out of curiosity, are you a big fan? I'm voting for Willow just because it's got Warwick Davis, Val Kemmer. People get turned into pigs. It's it's trip. <laughs> okay, all right then. Mark. Listen, I, like I said, I Willow is one of those holes that I have in my movie repertoire that, like, all signs point to this should be one of those movies in my wheelhouse, and it's just slipped through the cracks somehow. I'm pretty sure at one point Warwick Davis, because he sucks at magic, turns somebody into a goat. That's awesome. I'm in. And then the goat is talking to him. This, that makes sense. This this next this. Uh, this next one is gonna be uh, gonna be interesting. Are we making an edit for this one, or what are we doing? Yeah. With this one? I, for- I forgot what we're what we're putting here. I, I yeah, we we, we definitely it was being changed to something else. Yeah, we definitely we definitely. Said, I don't remember what it is. I don't remember. It was something that I I was pushing for too. How was it? Pete, you finally get to have something that you actually want to have, and you don't remember. Yeah. No, I remember saying this movie should be on the list, so we might as well replace it with one of the Indiana Jones ones. But then I realized I was going to vote for the Indiana Jones one over it anyway. So it kind of doesn't What do you think this is? Some kind of professional shit? Writing <laughs> stuff down. What the fuck? Um, well, I knew it wasn't Leonard Part 6, so what else was I meeting like, hard on? Bill Cosby does not belong on any list except for a watch list. We don't really have to watch him. He's kind of in one 
confined spot, isn't he? Okay. <laughs> Yo, how's right. that? How's that cheesecake, let's, let's Greg? Just deal with the ones that we have here, then. Wait a second, that Greg. Cheesecake. How's that cheesecake treating, Greg? All right, man. All right. That's that's pretty jealous. amazing. Very jealous. I'm starving actually, even though I had way too much food. All right, let's leave the ones that we have here then. So we've got Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, going up against the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now this is interesting for me because I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I saw Temple of Doom first. Again, HBO kid played on repeat right. basically. Um, I I liked Temple of Doom. The whole like heart getting ripped out of the chest scene freaked me out as a kid. But I really liked the I yeah, Kalima. I really liked. <laughs> I really liked. Uh, um, the uh, God. What was the uh, what was the kid's name? Short round. Short round. I love short round. You know, we get he comes Heart out of the, on the shoes. Yeah, the, I don't know. It was just such a fun movie and. For nostalgia purposes, I would vote for Temple of Doom over Raiders of the Lost Ark. They're both really fun, though. Um, yeah, I'm going with the uh, Raiders, hard on the Raiders. Anytime you get to spike Nazis, I have to vote for it. So, <laughs> um, like, it, it's awesome. Raiders of the Lost Ark is great. Uh, so, is that all about Nazis? Um, I, I don't believe there are Nazis in Temple of Doom. Yeah. But they don't, if, even if they are, they definitely don't get their faces melted. True. No, fact. Um, yeah, Raiders is, Raiders is great. Uh, it's, it's one of the best movies out there. I gotta go with Raiders. I agree with that, and I remember Justin thinking about that heart being ripped out. I remember seeing that movie in the movie theater and jumping up and hiding behind my chair because I was, like, petrified. Yeah. I gotta say, even though I was too young to see Raiders in the theaters when it first came out, at one point, uh, I think it was like the second year or something that Rachel and I were dating, they did a re-release of Raiders into the theaters for like like a week. And so we went to see it on the big screen, and it is an awesome, awesome big screen when that stone comes rolling at you, you're like, this is amazing. So, just just add it on, pile it on there. Pete, what are you thinking on this one? Here's how times have changed. I have a very clear recollection of, of my second grade teacher showing us excerpts of Raiders of the Lost Ark and then quizzing us on them afterward. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good I, I think there are just so many iconic moments in, in, Lost, in um, Lost Ark just between what the sword and gun scene in the marketplace and, and like snakes and, and giant boulders and opening. Like, I hate snakes. Someone, someone made an argument that it was one of the most perfect openers in movie history, and I think that might be right. Um, I'm, I'm voting for Raiders. Another Disney attraction was a Raiders of the Lost Ark attraction, and that was my favorite one that we went to. So I have to vote for Raiders because it's just tied into my childhood experiences. I uh I lose five to one. How does it feel? What? How does it feel? How, how does it feel? I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. How does it feel to want? <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell Jake all the time. That's what my dad told me, so we passed it along. Tell me how it feels to hey. want. Yeah. 
Um, what do we got next? All right. Next month, we've got the matchup of oh. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Fuck. going up against Iron Eagle. I fucking love both of these movies. Like, so much. I don't think I've ever seen Iron Eagle, but I have to vote for Bill and Ted. Just because the first two movies are great. I've seen the trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music. I thought it was hysterical. I'm voting for Bill and Ted. Yeah, it was so crazy. It's like, in general, Bill and Ted's is an excellent movie. And I'm not going to say that I didn't get very excited as a kid when either Iron Eagle 1, Iron Eagle 2, Iron Eagle 3, any of them were on, like, TNT or TBS or whatever channel played it constantly when we were growing up. Yeah, it, it was one of those. I would always watch it. But I can't tell you which one was Iron Eagle 1, which one was Iron Eagle 2, which one was Iron Eagle 3. I liked them all, but Bill and Ted's a better. Wait a simply better. Now I feel like an idiot. There are Iron Eagle sequels. I have no idea. <laughs> yes, Listen, they're was, bad. They're really fucking bad. Two and three are two. Two, two, two was really bad. Oh. Three was the one with like the kids. Yeah, yeah. They, they were right. they were not good. They, they talk about sequels that would not make our bracket. They they are amongst them. I would so, watch. I would still watch them. I'm not gonna not watch them, but they're bad. I, I would always stop at them. So I put Iron Eagle on here kind of as Pete was saying before with Splash. Like, I thought that Iron Eagle was just like some crap guilty pleasure movie that I had because it's a bootleg Top Gun. And like, I really did not think any other human being had even bothered to watch it, like ever in the world. Um, <laughs> like, it was so bad that I loved all of it. Um, but. I was so surprised that you had, like you guys had like even been like oh yeah yeah I've watched that one, but Louis Gossett Jr. That voice when he comes on in the little the little recorder like the uh, you know in like a very quintessential late '80s early '90s thing the cool tape recorder where they strap your leg or have it in your talk boy from Home Alone like um like when his that voice comes on like that speech when he's like. You have an iron ego, weapon of war, destroy shit. I'm like, God, that's awesome. Shut up. Yeah, it, like, it, dude, so it, cool. it amped you up so hardcore. Yeah. Bill Ted's Excellent Adventure, I don't think I saw until, like, like high school or something as, wow. as like, clip, like, clips and stuff like that. It is one of those ones, it kind of falls in that same spot as well. Like, everything points to, like, history geek. Everything points to me liking Bill and Ted, and I love the concept of Wild Stallions as it was a joke, and now even more, like, ironically, like, that terrible music I enjoy so much more. I am really torn on, I'm, I am torn on where I'm picking on this one, but I think I have to go with Iron Eagle just because it's, it was a guilty pleasure with frequency. Nobody has to give it a vote, I appreciate that. I, I agree that Iron Eagle is a guilty pleasure, and it make that's the for the same reason it, it tugs at my heartstrings to, to pick against it. But Bill Bill and Ted is a um, oddly enough a much more substantive substantive movie than Bill and, than uh, Iron Eagle. Like there's so much more to it. Like he was saying, like you can you pick it apart so crazy. And this fucking Napoleon walking through the mall. Like, you know, just, yeah, just this stupid, this stupid shit that happened to that movie that's amazing. Rufus, come on. I watched that, I, I, I actually, I, Greg, the last time I saw that was at your house, so. 
it, yeah, I have to go with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It makes me feel bad, but it does. Uh, have you guys watched the trailer for Face the Music? No. Is it going to be good? I, it looks like it's going to be good. All right, cool. It we'll do like the same kind of like death. You should check out the trailer. The trailer is pretty good. I'll tell you the trailer. We'll get uh, we'll get COVID together in the movie theater watching it. You know, basically, like you know, uh, the premise is like you know the timeline split, and like they didn't become the great successes that they were supposed to. And they're like in front of a panel of like uh, I guess future people are like you were supposed to unite the world, but the most recent show you played was that. You know this, uh, you know unknown small town restaurant, and most of the people were there for Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I don't know who didn't vote or vote or did vote, but we're three to one, uh, Bill and Ted versus Iron Eagle. I cast them. Okay, so I don't really remember Iron Eagle very well. I actually thought it was a movie about like a, a camp where it was like military drills and I think it was what it really is so um, but um, as I mentioned with Back to the Future I love time travel and um, Bill and Ted was my introduction to George Carlin um, and I mean Keanu and Alex's chemistry along with George and the princesses and all the historical figures I mean you can't go wrong with that um, and speaking of guilty pleasures I don't know how many of you have seen Alex Winter in Freaked with Brooke Shields and Randy Quaid, but I highly recommend that movie as a guilty pleasure. But my I, vote is for Bill and Ted. I got nothing on that. Pete, are you going to be another Iron Eagle vote, Pete? I feel like you're going to go Iron Eagle. I am going to be the other Iron Eagle vote. Um, Bill and Ted, I... Here's a problem I have with Bill and Ted. I think the movie's really funny, but I just hated the protagonists. I just like the two of them, like, and this, I have nothing wrong with stupid characters, but for some reason, the two of them just always struck me as being stupid to the point of not being funny. So I, I was never a big fan of, of the movies. On the other hand, Iron Eagle, you've got, you know, an American kid laying waste to some nondescript, maybe kind of sort of Middle Eastern country to the sound of Spencer Davis group and his dead mentor. Like, what's wrong with that? I mean, you know, so I vote for Iron Eagle. Well, it's four to two, Bill and Ted, and uh, just for posterity's sake, had I gone Iron Eagle, which I almost did, um, Jenny would have saved Bill and Ted. Okay. That's my girl. All right. So we bring up the, the last real Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade going up against the vintage classic The Goonies. Listen. Goonies, Goonies all day. Goonies all day, every day. Is anyone voting against Goonies? Is anyone voting for the, the pile of trash version of Indiana Jones? No, no, come on now. The no, this is the number two Indiana Jones. Crystal Kingdom. Seems good. It's the last one. The Temple of Doom. Shut your dirty, dirty hole. This is the cup of Christ. That's right. You chose poorly, Justin Hansen. It's you the it's that's the only fucking good part of that movie when he says you chose poorly. What the fuck is no, one second. What are you talking about? What the whole thing where he's walking oh, through sleep. Come on. All right. Come on. When when Sean Connery takes out an aircraft with a, a fighter jet with a with a flock of of seagulls, 
Yes, exactly. Right? When they get when he goes and get at a book burning rally and he gets Hitler to sign his his journal. <laughs> when he's hiding when he's hiding in the when he's hiding there and they're at a book burning rally and Hitler signs his journal. It's, that sounds like a, a a scene out of Jojo Rabbit. Um, yeah. When he throws the when he throws the when he throws him out of the uh, Zeppelin and just goes, No ticket. Great. Great scene. So are you going to vote for that over Goody's? No, I'm, it's, I'm just saying. I just want. I'm, I'm reiterating that we're better than Temple Doom. Illustrating how wrong you are about the best Indiana Jones sequel. I'm fine with that as long as. I'm fine with that as long as long as you're not going to vote for uh, vote for fucking uh, that over Goody's. I'm fine with. I'm fine. You can trash me all you want as long as Goody's goes through. No, no, Goody's needs to win. It's important. Goonies is important out there. Goonies, and, 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 and if you asked me who the favorite for the 80s movie bracket was coming into this, I would have said Goonies was the favorite coming into this entire bracket. Um, but I'm looking at Goonies' run right now, and Goonies has a really, really difficult run ahead of him. So I'm worried about what's going to happen with Goonies, but Goonies should clean sweep this one. But I'm saying ahead of this, Goonies got some tough competition coming up. Um, I, I, I'm look, I'm scrolling ahead a little bit as well, Greg. I, I see where you're, I see where you're coming from. Um, but I, I think in this case, you know, you got a fantastic movie going up against a, another fantastic movie, but one that is still not the best of its own series. So I think Goonies has to move on there. So Goonies does with the sweep, and now we bring up the. Epic fantasy, never-ending story. Wait, 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 Pete. Pete was not going to vote for Goonies. <laughs> neither neither was not. You shut neither your mouth, I. Steph. You're, you're wrong. I'll tell you you're wrong. Steph, we're going to work in your crafting room if you vote against Goonies. Serious? I'm not a Goonies fan. I, I don't really see the appeal of it. Yeah. Wow. I don't, it's like I don't even know you. Guys, let's be fair, though. Let's be fair. It's not really a film for girls. <laughs> Not true. No, it's a, you're, you're right. It's not a film for girls. It's a film for everybody. That's for right. all humans. So, but let's let's be fair though. Everyone here knows that Steph married me, so obviously she has poor taste in some areas. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that you were like, what's this, what's the character's name? Sloth. <laughs> yeah, Sloth Love Chunk. <laughs> Pete, Pete, why why are you going to be wrong? I, I was actually going to say, I, I, I was having a hard time with this, and I still am. I actually do think this is the best of the Indiana Jones movies, so I know I'm going to be on my own what? with that. <laughs> what? It, it'll be okay, Justin. It'll be all right. It's, it's definitely uh, not the best. You can tell me it's second best. I might be okay with that. It's definitely not the best. I think I, I enjoyed it the best. Um, but The Goonies is, is a more unique. I, I, I guess I'm voting for The Goonies. What's the line? Dependent man something? The president shall pass. Okay. Shall pass. I gotta be honest. The, the, with an eye. the rest, the rest of this first round is really difficult. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we've got the never-ending story going up against the outsiders. Um. Moon princess. Does anybody? I, I I have I have a, a little bit of feelings on this one. So if anybody else has something that they need to say on it or has a. Answer. Feel free to spit it out there. 
I have never seen The Outsiders, so I'm voting for Never Ending Story. Yeah, I don't know what The Outsiders is. What? what? Pony Boys? Jesus Christ. You, 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 you are an uncultured human. No, I figured like you would have been forced to watch it in English class in, in middle school or high school when you read The Outsiders. You watched it in like 733. I didn't read The Outsiders. Neither did I. What'd you ask him? The Outsiders is a little bit before my time. I thought when I was a little bit older, probably like 14 or 15, um, The NeverEnding Story. I actually like the sequel better, uh, but The I mean, NeverEnding Story is a big part of my childhood, so I, I go with that. I'm I have I'm gonna go with the outsiders. The outsiders is probably, you know I mean I guess I guess along with uh Lean on Me, one of those like one of the first like a, what I'll call adult themed or at least Who's making a vote for Falcor. One of those uh, uh, just cause, just cause, just because every time every time every time you finish a beer of the podcast you look like him. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna vote for him. Uh the uh, it was one of the first adult like adultish themed things along with Lean on Me that I saw that had an impact on me. The Outsiders and the Neverending Story is a heartbreaking like. Okay. Yeah, it. I don't yeah. know, man. I, I I just talked myself out of it. Actually, I was gonna vote for the Outsiders. I was gonna vote for the Outsiders, and I just talked myself out of it. It has to be Neverending Story. That's that's the first movie that gave me the feels when I was a kid. The first one where I was like, wow, this is made me like sad. Think about when you were a person, during that scene where the there's that like thunderstorm going on outside the window. He's reading the book. Yep. How scared you in that scene oh. when you were a kid? Like that was petrifying. It's so great. I, mean, I, I I was talking to my brother about this today that we were doing this, and um, he agreed with me that Goonies is the clear favorite. But um, we were talking about Never Ending Story. And he said he watched it recently with his kids, and he said it didn't hold up, and I completely disagree with him. Because I've watched it with my kids, and it's one of my kids' favorite movies, and it definitely does hold up. I'm going to have to watch it again with Jake. The part when I missed action with fire laser beams would always freak me out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Sphinxes. Yeah, Sphinxes. Yeah. I think it's just the right age to freak the shit out of Jake if he catches like the wrong part. It's great. Definitely yeah. go for it. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you, show him Labyrinth. Step in. Yeah. That's what you do. That's your bargaining chip with Jake. Show him Labyrinth and then threaten him with the Goblin King. <laughs> Such a bad so, person. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad that you guys have were kind of on this at the same time. I, I thought I was going to be the, uh, you know, like really, I thought I was going to get beat jumped on for not voting for the outsiders here because it's a really good movie and again i think i watched it in like middle school or high school when we read the book um and the cast is amazing a fantastic cast of of great group like matt dylan ralph Macchio, swayze rob lowe emilio estevez like it, it was really like all the all the really you know big name you know, big up-and-coming names of the early 80s there. Um, but the uh, but the never-ending story, like, just, that was one of those movies that just stuck with me early on. And I gotta say, it wasn't one that we watched over and over and over again, but, like, there are just, there are scenes in there that we've talked about that really just stick with you, and that was always a big part of, you know, of me. Worst, 
Back in the swamp. Oh, um, Artax. Artax. Wow, that that's some fucking great recall right there. I gotta yeah. tell you that that's uh, there. You have you have forgotten some important shit in order to remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably why I can't remember like where I put everything. <laughs> it took me three and a half hours to hang a gate because I kept putting shit down and not remembering where I put it. Down. Yeah, where's that screwdriver? Where's that screwdriver? And it's literally under like your left ass cheek, but you can't feel it because yes. it's numb. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. All right, so where do we stand on the votes here? I think, I think I might have counted somebody twice, but I thought it was four nothing at currently never ending story. No, Mark, you never ending story, yes. Yes. Oh, I'm never ending story. Okay, I was right. Hey, Justin, so, Steph. Oh yeah, six, six yeah, nothing. Wow, I'm surprised. I actually thought I thought Greg was going to go with the outsiders in that one. I knew it would be close, but I I thought you'd go outsiders. I'd, I'd be lying if I didn't say I love the outsiders, but it just it doesn't match up to the the memories of my childhood that Neverending Story is, and it doesn't match up to the fact that when we introduced it to my children, my children also fell for it. Also, right? So, um, they haven't seen the Greasers versus Searchers yet. <laughs> That's right. That's next summer. Um, I uh, this. I, this next one, I, I kind of want to introduce it because Stand By Me and Airplane are two of my favorites from when I was a little kid. And they're so different that I don't know how I can pick between them. These are you better your BFF Jerry. Ugh. Well, yeah, uh, Pete and I both uh, fenced for NYU and Jerry O'Connell was sort of kind of an NYU fencer and 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 tool bag on top of that. I mean, there's there's no contest for here for me. It's airplane. I've learned one wow. thing about you, Mark. I've learned one thing. You like funny over drama, every almost every single time. Looks like every double the wrong day is quit fucking glue. <laughs> 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 I got a drinking problem. What are you doing? Oh, I can make a bird. I can make a cat. I tend to lean towards drama more than comedy, but Leslie Nielsen is a genius. Get that finger in here. Everybody in the movie. Gotta go with airplane. Wait, you said you're going airplane? Okay. All right, that's fine. I don't know anything about you. Um, yeah, God, it's fucking. It's very difficult for me. Justin, do you have a separate like Google Doc where you're just listing all, just adding things like this for Stephanie, like for the eventual guy. divorce agreement? I was just gonna. I, I was just gonna. No, no. There's always that shallow, shallow grave along Sunrise Highway. Um, the. Uh, I was just gonna say that same scene, Mark, because that's. I don't know why I found that incredibly funny when I was a kid. But, and I got it. I understood why it was funny, and I liked that. I think that maybe that was why, because it was one of the first off-color jokes that I, I kind of got when I was a kid, but man, I don't know if I can pick yet. Kevin, what are you going to pick? So, Stand By Me is, I, I know it's a, a, you know, like a, a seminal, you know, piece of, you know, like coming-of-age story kind of thing, but 
again, that's another one that, like, I think I saw the beginning of it, and, like, you know, when they, the whole scene with the, the friend, and it freaked me out, and I shut it off, and I don't think I ever really watched it. You watch it now as an adult. I think you... you, I, you I'll, I'll yeah. probably cry. I'll, I'll probably be crying. With, so, yes, without so, question. Um, but Airplane's really fucking fun. <laughs> I really do enjoy Airplane. Again, it's not one of my favorite ones. It's not one I've seen the most times, but I, I've seen it way more than Stand, stand By Me, so I'm going with Airplane. Pete, I'm curious here. He said sick But what I heard was chopper sick balls. Is that not you can remember that line from the movie? The of, course movie. Yeah. of course no. I do. Of course I do. Of course I do. Airplane Airplane is phenomenal comedy. It is is a fantastic parody. It's really well acted. There are tons of quotable lines in it. I'm voting for Stand By Me though. I think it's a really good adaptation of the King story. Like every other adaptation, they use something gruesome on the uh, cutting room floor. But uh, I just, I, I think there were great performances by like a number of talented young actors. And to me, it, it's it's a more I was gonna say memorable movie, but that's that's not necessarily the case. I think I, I think it's really good for the genre that it that it is. It's really well done, and it's by a narrow margin. I'm picking Stand By. I'm gonna. Yeah, but- Go ahead. Bridges playing straight men in it. I think Airplane is hysterical. And never take that away from it. But again, Stand By Me was just such a huge part of my childhood in terms of... Surely you should be serious. I am very serious. Don't call me sure. Stand By Me gets my vote. I am also, for the exact same reasons as Pete, going to say Stand By Me. And our mail-in vote, because it's 3-3 from Jen Kelly, is Stand By Me. Just, just saying, as Pops was walking by, I asked him, and uh, he threw down Airplane, because he speaks jive. <laughs> oh, I know. I know Pops speaks jive. For sure. So tell, tell pops I'm drinking a beer. I'm, tell pops I'm drinking a I'm drinking beer with some clear in it. There you go. <laughs> All right. So this from Brad. Yeah. All right. So the last uh, first round matchup we have National Lampoon's Vacation going up against Police Academy. I'll st- I'll I'll start this off. Um. I think I'm going to lose, but I'm going to go Police Academy. Again, for nostalgia purposes, I loved the, the character Hightower. I, the, the whole uh, fucking scene when they are when they have the fight in the Blue Oyster. Like, it, I can't... I can't even begin to say like how I watched it as a kid. And I, I probably watched it, like, once a year from the age of, like, seven on. And... Every year I got more of the jokes and more of the jokes. And it, like, evolved with me. That movie is extremely, I think, underrated. A lot lot of people talk about that movie. I'm going to maybe do a surprise here and give this momentum. I am also voting for Police Academy. You're voting for Steve Gutenberg. Although... Again, I think this is a tough first-round matchup with two very good movies. 
police academy and all of the police academies I loved growing up. I think they all did such a good job. They were great characters in it. Um, just the, the guy that used to make the noises. Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. No. No. Oh, no, 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 no. What's his name? He was in Citizens on Patrol. Yeah. That's my favorite one, Citizens on Patrol. No, Bobcat was in uh, the first one. He was in the first one. Oh, no, Bob, Bobcat was the was the gang leader. Yeah, no. Bobcat was the gang leader. He's in the he's in the supermarket with the fucking deodorant going. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that? <laughs> Bobcat was in the first All right, we're 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 a quick three nothing for police academy. I, I don't think the original Vacation is the best of the Vacation movies. I think I Christmas Vacation is a much better movie. Um, Police Academy, I like some of the sequels better, so I'm a bit torn, but just like my gut is telling me, go with Police Academy. Woo! Sorry, I'm excited that Police Academy won, but I want to know what other people think. Well, I'm going to vote against Police Academy. Um, I just, I, I enjoyed it, but it was never one that I wanted to watch over over again it was one of those ones that like if i was flipping through the channels and it was on i would stop i would watch it throw the commercial and then move on like it was never a movie that like i had to stop and watch Lamp uh, national Lampoon's vacation i think is hysterical um so the physical gags that are in that movie i think are fantastic um, yeah exactly um, you know, and when they, when they throw Graham, when they have, like, Grandma in the back seat with the kids, like, that's hysterical. Like, they're driving a dead body around. Like, that, that's so funny. I, I really, I really like the, uh, vacation movies. Um, you know, like, even the, like, Vegas Vacation, I think is hysterical. The Christmas one, I've watched a million times. Mr. Papa Giorgio. Yeah, Mr. Nick Papa Giorgio. Even, even, this, even for the French vacation one, which is probably the weakest one, yeah, is still, still has redeemable quality. Yeah, they go to England, too. Yeah. yeah. Look, kids. Big Ben. Parliament. Look, kids. Big Ben. Parliament. Because he can't get over, over on the left hand, on the reverse uh, rotary. Oh, um, so I, I really like it. I actually, like, as much as I didn't like Fletch, I do enjoy Chevy Chase to some extent. So, um, I'm going with, uh, National Film. All right, Mark, what are you, for posterity's sake, what are you voting for? Steve Gutenberg. Excellent. He said that. Oh. <laughs> I heard you say the word Steve Gutenberg. I didn't know that that was a vote for Steve Gutenberg. I'm sorry. Um, all right. So we got, shockingly to me, not because I didn't, I didn't think it was a better movie, but I thought I would get overruled. Five to one, Police Academy. Look, you're not always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So as we go on to round two here, we go back to the top of the bracket, where you've got Karate Kid coming out, ready to crane kick Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in the face. Yes, facts. First of all, I want to address something. Um, I'm not always wrong. That's Pete's role on this podcast. Um, and uh, I am, uh, I'm going to vote for Karate Kid. I know I'm going to push it all over, but I, like I said, I don't like it. I don't really like karate. I, I got to go for my I, I see one job. Is the shoe. 
you know, you keep, I just, I, I picture Johnny and his little dirtbag friends on their dirt bikes pulling up to the top of the mountain when they're all hanging out there on the beach. And he comes down and he fucking pissed me off. He fucking, like, smashed up freaking uh, Elizabeth Shoes radio and fought Johnny, who fought the Daniel son. I was very upset there. Um, yeah, so fuck Johnny, sweep the leg, and uh, karate kid. Can I just say, in retrospect, one of my favorite lines from Karate Kid is when he lets Elizabeth Shue drive the car, and she goes, you're allowed to drive? He goes, yeah, why not? It's the 80s. There's <laughs> <laughs> something about that. Like, I was like, because now it's 40 years later. I'm like, what is 30 years later? What the hell are you doing? Like, it just, it doesn't hold in that sense, but it's still oh, funny. He, he goes on a date with her, and he goes to her house, and like, as he's picking her up, her parents pull in the driveway they're like totally like open to her going out with some guy they, they don't even know then she gets in the car from this like super rich house and walks into the car with daniel and the car like they like jump start the car down the street <laughs> yeah it's karate kids awesome and even and just because honey i shrunk the kids is on its way out <laughs> steph you mentioned the honey i shrunk the kids uh adventure land in uh florida yeah say that was that was cool. I remember being there, and we were down there, and this had to be like ninety six or ninety seven or something. Uh, one of those years that the Yankees won a World Series, and we were, and me and my brother and my family and stuff, we ran into Paul O'Neill, the right fielder for the New York Yankees, Mark. All right. And it was, and it was really cool seeing. I got a uh, I got I got a communication from Jen. She says she strenuously objects to Police Academy beating uh, Vegas uh, being uh, um, National Lampoon's vacation. All right, so right now it's two to one, Karate Kid versus Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Someone else give me a yeah. vote. Karate Kid. Okay. Excellent content, Peter. How about you, Mark? I'm going to be a Happy Days spinoff. Holy shit, you beat Karate Kid, right? <laughs> I'm only half, only half kidding about that answer. I genuinely don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. All right, you're right. Paparita was in Happy Days. You're right. Okay, so that's fine. That's fine. I should know that because he looked exactly the same in Happy Days as when he died. So I should know that. He never aged. No, not really. Um, All right. Uh, it's four to one. Did, did Greg muted himself and he's he's no longer there. Greg, so. Greg voted for Karate Kid. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, Everyone All right, that's fine. We got five to one, Karate Kid. Um, okay. This one, we can't do this without Greg present. No, it's, it's fine. Right. All right, let's 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 recap some drinking, right? So I had okay, another. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Go on. Okay. All right. You were on mute. That's why we wanted to check on. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I'm still gonna recap my drinking. I've had like two dark Mexican lagers with uh, Patron in them. Mark, have you have you opened anything? 
No, I haven't opened anything else. Alright, that's fine. I saw you drinking out of a mason jar. I knew it was water. I was kind of hoping it was moonshine, but I knew better. No, yeah, I've been drinking out of a half-gallon mason jar all day. <laughs> Mark, you, haven't, you mean you haven't made a still in your backyard yet? You've got everything else going on. Yeah, no, not yet. I don't drink liquor. If I drunk liquor, then yes, I'm sure I would have built the still by now, but I don't drink it. That, well, well, I, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, your adventure to try to make all the, uh, ferment all the things. Well, well that's the thing. It, that's a, that's a, that's a full blown lie because I've, I've seen you imbibe far too much liquor, but you're right. Generally speaking, you liquor don't drink not, it. Liquor is not a of choice. No, no. Liquor is, liquor occurs when we go to really shitty weddings. Liquor occurs when Kevin's dad pushes it on me and I go to weddings that have terrible beer selections. Yes. I, we, well, Steph and I were talking about this the other day. I don't think we have any weddings left. I don't know. I don't know who's getting married that we're, we have to go. I mean, you have a wedding left. You have you have one, but as as our group. I mean, Tim and Shannon, maybe. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. You're right on that one. That's that's one. All right. I look forward to it because I can't wait to order you too many white white Russians again. I'm pretty sure my wife my wife might kill you. I, I didn't do it though. To be fair, I didn't do it to you that time. Um. I don't want him to drink now. Uh, I'll probably get another scorn from TVC. I wish Pete were drinking. Sorry. That's okay. Next week. Hey. Nah, you'll be fine next week. <laughs> you, you, listen, one of two things will happen. You'll have COVID or you'll be fine. Those are the two things that will happen. It'll be okay. There's no one on the road, huh? No, no, not now. No, you're either sick with COVID or you're, or you're fine. That's how it works. I was only partially kidding. Do you have, like, an oxygen sensor that you can put on your finger? Uh, no, I don't. Because you might have hypoxia, which is a symptom of COVID. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Pete's not going to... Pete... Just be a little tired. Yeah, Pete's not going to obsess over that for the next six-plus days. That's that's not a thing that that happens to Pete. Pete. I got got another option for you. How about mono? I, I... once you get that, can you get it again? Yeah, I have no idea. Well, Mark, know, Mark, Mark apparently does. He was very emphatic about that, and I tend to believe him. Here's the thing: I have been hermetically sealed in this house for over 100 days, so anything like that is very. I mean, that's not entirely true because I can see the window behind you is open. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to know how Steph teleported into her chair. Steph was standing up, right? And then she teleported to the chair. They were, all the frames were skipped. <laughs> she's a witch. <laughs> she's, been, she's been practicing witchcraft and stealing your essence to uh, use her, her spells for the last <laughs> 10 years. That, I can assure you that I use my feet <laughs> to sit down. Oh. I was wondering what you used your feet for. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh... All right. I didn't know like, I, I don't want to know what you're doing. <laughs> she touched me. Okay. Yeah, okay. Bringing it back. We have uh, a really good movie versus a, a fucking terrible movie. That's how this works. Caddyshack, <laughs> Caddyshack versus Empire Strikes Back. I am clearly... I am clearly Caddyshack all day, every day. I would, I mean, there's not, there are a lot of movies I would rather watch before Empire Strikes Back, and Caddyshack is at, towards the top of that list. Lightsabers is greater than golf. Sorry. 
Lightsaber Empire Strikes Back is the sequel to the original, and it's still better than Caddyshack, and World's better than Caddyshack 2. Caddyshack oh. well, they, they think they have a turd floating in the pool, but it turns out to be a candy bar. Correct. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh. This is an interesting word about. This is an interesting word about. Listen, Empire Strikes Back is a fantastic movie, but Caddyshack is a crystalline gem of comedic gold. It is so incredibly good. It is a compressed, condensed, amazing chunk of awesome co- comedy. Empire Strikes Back, it's a lot of notes. It's an amazing movie. I really love both of these movies, and they're extremely, both of them are very formative to me. Um, on sheer volume of viewings, Caddyshack wins. Obviously, laughter I love, but and Caddyshack would beat that. But obviously, the special effects, the storyline, and everything else, Empire wins. So I am, I am very torn on this one. I know you guys hate Empire hard. What's that? I said, I'll help you. I'll jump in and make my decision. I'm Empire Go for it. So I think that gives Empire the win at four. So I'll I give I, my vote Caddyshack because it. I don't. I don't think so. That's not how I have it. But you're probably no, better at this than me. Pete, you went with Empire, didn't you? Nope, not at all. Caddyshack. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm. I caught Justin's inability to count disease here. Facts. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with Caddyshack. Well, here, so we're we're Barely. we're currently Barely. at a, we're currently at a tie, and I have no mail-in vote for that. So let me let me phone a friend, and we can move on. Did you text the update? I saw something else coming up. Yeah, yeah. There's there, there's a text that just omits this particular pairing in its entirety. Uh, this is like getting the IG drive. Yes, the YG droid is awesome, and Hop is fantastic, and the battle, you know, with the AT-ATs is great. Love it. You know? But, I mean, it's in the hole. You know, 20 bucks says the Smales kid picks his nose. Right, <laughs> in, the, right, right in the lumberyard, Danny. Yeah, <laughs> where'd you get it? Right in the lumberyard. Danny, how'd you like to mow my lawn, Danny? I think I think I, I think Pete might have a, a coronary over the next uh, combination. What's the what's the um oh the the judge's character is, is hysterical. Smales. Yeah, Judge Smales. No, I was trying to think of the actual oh, actor. Oh Jesus Christ! Jenny went Empire. Oh. Oh boy. That 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 is that is legitimately for me. I can't lose combo. Like either of those deserve to move on and win. I just, I, they both, they're both great films. They really are. Oh God! All right. So this next matchup, we've got Roxanne going up against Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris kills Roxanne. Ferris Bueller all the time. Bueller, Bueller. What is it? It's voodoo. Economics. Um, I I like Roxanne, but Ferris Bueller like Ferris Bueller is one of is one of those. Is, like I said, it's my favorite John Hughes movie. That one gets the vote for me. The Ferrari. Oh, great scene. That's, that's that like that whole movie. They fuck around that whole movie, and the movie's really fun and everything. And then it gets to that scene with Cameron. 
hating his dad. And again, it, it gets it turns into some real shit. That's the that, that's when that movie goes from being like something just super fun to being a great movie, like right in that that time period. So it's yeah. it doesn't yeah. compare. I always thought if you went reverse, <laughs> the mileage went down. <laughs> That's a bad movie. <laughs> Even though the whole point of that scene is that it doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, you try that. <laughs> he loves a car more than me. Oh, man. And he's Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> I'm French. What's your asshole? Oh. <laughs> Alright, so, where, where do you fall on this one, Pete? Where are you going? This one hurts, um, but I have to pick Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Roxanne is a great adaptation. It's a fantastic movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off has a place in culture. It just, it's just, it just does. So I have to vote Ferris Bueller. Uh-huh. Alright, since Tristan has uh, wandered away on us. Hey, Justin. Flip and hip, buddy. Let's go. After two shakes, you're playing with yourself. Come on, champ. I think he's got himself in the zipper. It's Ferris Bueller, 100%. You can't, you can't go any other way. I think, I think we all went Ferris. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to run for the movie that I've seen, which is Ferris Bueller. Yeah. God uh, damn well, it. Fucking movies. Ferris Bueller is going to go up against uh, one of these two powerhouses, Trading Places, and Lean On Me. I'm going to be the easy one again and say I haven't seen Lean On Me, so mine is going to be Trading Places. Morgan Freeman may be God, but I have to go with Trading Places. Um, I really, I mean, Lean on Me, what, it's really hard. It's a really powerful movie. And Trading Places is amazingly hysterical. So it's, it's very, to me, it's really hard because you're hitting two very different ends of the spectrum here. Um, but I think Trading Places on rewatchability and the incredible set of jokes, like, I, I think Trading Places is... Absolutely, it's it's probably makes my my top ten or top twenty movies for me. So trading places for me. All right, give give me a count. I think we're at three for trading places so far. More for trading places. Wow. I uh, Mr. Clark gets at least one vote here. You gotta be so uh, you smoke crack, don't you? It's good old lean on me. I'm also going to vote for Lean on Me. It's not because it's that obvious. I have to throw out another vote. I think that it's a, a, a again one of those movies that like I think it holds up honestly more than um, Trading Places does. I think I think that if you showed Lean on Me and Trading Places to people who hadn't seen them before and maybe are a little younger than we are, I think Lean on Me would resonate far more than Trading Places. Sort of the reason I'm voting for it. But uh, they're both great movies. I can't, I can't, I can't get mad at mad at either going forward. No, I, I get you on that one, Justin. And I, I, th- I, I think you may be right on that last point of saying that uh, Lean on Me probably has a better staying power and definitely 
speaks more to societal issues that are sadly still very current than um, than trading places does. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of jokes in trading places that would get edited out at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I, I get where you're coming from with that. All right. Now we've got two funny, two funny movies going up against each other. Finally, we get the same genre again. We've got twins going up against big, big, <laughs> big all day, every day. It's big all day. Yeah, big. I'm, I'm voting for twins. What'd you say, Mark? I'm voting for twins. <laughs> okay. I really don't like twins. I just. I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think he's terrible in comedies. I, I just don't think he's that funny in comedies. He's, he's really bad in comedies. It's not a tumor! <laughs> I'm going with Big. Oh, man. Yeah, it's not good. Now, I don't know. I, I don't dislike him in the comedies, but he definitely like when he says it's not a tumor. I really hope he has a tumor. Like every time, I'm like, can it can it be a tumor, please? Can we end this? <laughs> Kindergarten Cop was was a silly movie that I I enjoyed a bit when I was a kid. And uh, girls have the Yeah, Pete. Um, Total Recall was ninety. Okay. It was right on the. That that third move was right on the edge of the nineties. If we do a ninety bracket, that one's got to be on it. All right. Um, I think we're. Where do we stand? Are we at? Uh, I, I, bl- I believe it's five to one. Big. All right. I didn't vote. Um, I thought you. Big. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> I don't care enough about either of these two movies to fight about it, especially after it's five one. Four one. Okay. moves on to the six to the sixteen here and it's gonna go up against either Readers of the Lost Ark or Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. One one interjection. Uh phone in from Jen. She says I cannot believe that trading places beat lean on me. I call one hundred percent bullshit on that. Well a strong opinion. She just stop hiding from the bear and uh <laughs> you know, fight for her. <laughs> Tell her hang up her apron and come argue. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um Yeah, Ray's Lost Ark and Bill and Ted. Um I'm Bill and Ted all day. Um if, if there's no uh, no comparison for me. I think Bill and Ted is a uh a superior uh, entertainment experience. As usual, Raiders must kill Nazis. Raiders is the best. Raiders. Definitely Raiders. No. Entertainment value. Rewatchability value. It's got to be Bill and Ted. I, I, I'm going to go Bill and Ted, and I'm going to say what I really like about Bill and Ted is it's these two stoners that end up having to like do this project they end up like nailing the project by bringing in all these historical figures and all these like stoners are watching this movie and learning about these historical figures i just think it was well done 
and I think the, the context of all the um, historical people that they brought in, they did a really, really good job with that. So great. Exactly, so great. All right, Mark. Uh, Mark, you got to save Indiana Jones here, bud. Yeah, yeah I, I have to go with Raiders of the Lost Ark on this front. If it was Bill and Ted's bogus journey, then I'd have gone for Bill and Ted. But it's the excellent adventure, which is not as fun. There's no battle against the Grim Reaper for like 154 games where they beat the Grim Reaper. I have faith that Jenny did Bill and Ted's. I have faith in her. Oh, so uh, you, do you really? So you mean that that's what you think she picked? Uh oh. You do. Well, you're fucking wrong because she picked Raiders. Yes. Good job, Jenny. She picked Raiders Lost Ark. She did. Yes. I was shocked. I was like, I read it before we started because I was I was pretty sure it was going to come down to her. And when I saw Raiders, I was stunned. And I was curious if you would have known that it, that it was Raiders. I was going to ask you what she thought, but you you were you you said it. Listen, your guys pitching hard for Bill and Ted makes me want to rewatch it, and maybe after this I will. Um, you really should. It, Raiders, it's it's awesome. Raiders is is so good. I'm not upset. Oh wait, hold on a second. Yes. Okay, Jed. You came in just in time, Jen, because it was 3-3 just now between Bill and Ted and Raiders, right? So you counted. And, and Greg, Greg's exact words are, I have faith that Jenny picked Bill and Ted's. But you didn't. I didn't, and it was hard. It was very hard because Bill and Ted is such a, a great movie, but you can't compare... Harrison Ford to Keanu Reeves in this situation. Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of the greatest movies ever. Ever made. Bill and Ted, same thing, two totally different movies. I think that Raiders of the Lost Ark, I don't know, it was just better. Not much, like a fraction, like a 50, like a 49, 51. You came on for the Goonies never ending story, didn't you? I did. I gotta go. Alright then, Jenny, get us started with get us started with the Goonies vs. Never Ending Stories. Tell us how you feel. The never ending story I think was earlier in my childhood. I think my brother watched it a lot. And it was very um, emotional, like when that horse sinks into that horrible quicksand, like, you're just like, I'm eight, like, we can't watch this, you know? Um, the never-ending story was so creative. Um, just, it was so, I don't know, I think, like, a, like, what's that word, like, beyond its time, like, ahead of, ahead of its time. Um, Goonies, however... It's very quotable. Like I, there's so many times where I quote that movie where I'm like, "This, this is my wish, my dream. I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back." Like there's so much solid, you know, Sean Astin and and um, Corey and whatever. So this is very, very, very tough for me. I in the end though, it drops on Goonies. 
I'm also I'm also gonna vote for Goonies. Um, as much as I love the Neverending Story, I, I remember to this day far more of the Goonies than I do the Neverending Story, which makes me kind of sad because I know how good the Neverending Story is. Mark, what do you think? Oh, okay. Pete's going Goonies. Yeah, for for this, this one, I also have to go Goonies. Even though the the Asian stereotypes are still kind of terrible when you go back and watch it again now, it still have the cat the camera on the belt. Pete's <laughs> the power. Yeah, Pete's the power. Who's the team actor that plays short round? Yeah, short round. Yeah. yeah. Up against the top from the next bracket, next next set. Yeah, that's true. All right, right. Steph, are you gonna are you gonna throw a vote in for the never-ending story? Are you gonna go Goonies? Of course, I never really got into the Goonies, so never-ending story. Yeah, we talked about your terrible taste in uh, marriages as well as movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love I love the never-ending story, um, but I think Goonies is more of the Neverending Story is, is, you know, is the fantasy story that was there. It was really amazing. But I never wanted, that was never one that I wished I went on, like, as a kid. Like, I didn't wish I went through all that crap that that kid got, that train had to go through. I wanted to ride Falcor, but I didn't want to have my horse. I didn't want to have to deal with the, like, that cat monster thing in the dark, like, you know, like, those kind of things. That's not what I wanted to do. Goonies, go on an adventure and find a pirate ship? That sounds fucking amazing. That's always yeah. what I wanted to do. Like, I gotta go with Goonies over and over and over here by a hair, by like the tightest. Mark. One of my problems when, when we were doing this bracket, and Justin, I pretty much kept making Justin like redo it because things were skewed in the first round. Like, two that just shouldn't see each other. This is one of my problems. Never ending story, which to me is one of the best of this whole list. I had to go with the outsiders in the first round. And then now, unfortunately, loses to Goonies in the second round. But Neverland Story does not deserve to be out this early, except for the fact that it went up against the Goonies. Well, come on, let's be honest. There's no reason Airplay should have died in the first round, but y'all have terrible taste. <laughs> I don't know, but... I Airplane's great, but it went up against Stand By Me, so... I'm still angry about Die Hard Back to the Future being, like, the second thing we did in this bracket. Listen to me. We're, we're coming up. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. To, to me, to me, like, I am wide open for any of you motherfuckers spending some time putting this shit together. So, <laughs> strap in and take care of it. <laughs> no, I, I, listen, I, I get you. There, there is no winning with the Justin. I know that. Okay. All right. Greg, yeah, Greg, Greg and I put in, put in some work, and Jed, put in, we put in some work for, uh, for this one. All right. Oh, the last matchup in the second round is going to be Stand By Me going up against uh, Peace Academy. This is hard. And this is hard. Really I gotta say, since I voted against both of these in the first round, <laughs> it's hard for me to have a horse in this one. But I think I gotta go with Peace Academy just because I have actually seen it first Stand By Me. See, for me, it's the opposite. I have to go with Stand By Me because I've actually seen it. Wait, you haven't seen Police Academy? I've not. Oh, oh shit, you have oh, to see it. You have, have to. We're going to spend some, we're gonna have to spend some rainy Fridays watching these movies then. Cause... Yeah, I can watch the Police Academy, so we'll, yeah, we'll do that. All right. 
like I know it. Like I know the characters. Like I Steve Gutenberg and the guy with the all the noises. The like I I know all. Like I've seen bits, but twenty five years ago, and I've seen Stand by Me a number of times. Kiefer Sutherland, end of the story. All right, small car people used to always ask me if I took out the front seat and sat in the back seat because of this stupid movie. So fuck the police academy. Uh, I do. I, I was I was just about to make that reference for you, not knowing it had actually happened. It had actually happened. So excellent. <laughs> oh, I like Police Academy. I'm just kidding. I really do like the movie. Uh, I just needed a reason to vote against it. Stand by me wins for me. Uh, just just think about that scene with that pie eating contest right now, and the fact that he drank before it. And then all of a sudden, they ate all that pie, and then just puked all over everybody. Like, how did you and forget like, about that scene, Pete? Pete, how did you forget about that? That's like the quintessential scene of the movie. I completely forgot about that scene. Oh, God. Lard ass. Is it lard ass? Yeah, lard ass. Lard ass. Yeah, stand by me. All right, so right now we got it uh, two to one for Stand By Me. Who's next? Police Academy. Yes, of course you would go against the uh, serious movie. I'm just kidding. I, uh, I, I'm i having a hard time myself. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Me either. Steph, do you give a shit about either one of these movies? Yeah, I, I really enjoy Police Academy over Stand By Me. Oh man! All right, just to make this hard on Justin, I'm voting for Stand by Me. Go ahead, three, three, it's you. Oh man! <laughs> wow, Pete. I, I love that you did that just solely for that purpose, Pete. Yep. Ah, oh, wow. That's uh, that's super nice of you. My oldest friend right now on this uh, on this whole thing. I've known you longer than any of these people, and uh, you do that to me. Who's the better villain, GW by these people, Lieutenant Harris or Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> You're an asshole. Um, wow, it's it's hard. I they're obviously very very different. Uh, one being a, a really ridiculous um, comedy, and the other one being extremely serious. But I guess I have to pick Stand by Me because of the. It, it's just that overall, I think it's a higher quality movie. Police Academy is good for what it is, but Stand by Me has. There are moments in the movie where you really you question things like, bigger than yourself. So I'm gonna go with Stand by Me. Oh, I'll be honest; they were both fucked against the Goonies anyway. But I, you know. All right. Now I listen. I think now in this third round, the like every single one of these is a heartbreaker matchup. We got some big boys here. So, starting off the third round in this half, we've got Karate Kid going up against Empire Strikes Back. Harris oh. Bueller has to go up against Trading Places. Big is going up against Raiders, and Goonies is going up against Stand By Me. So, I think all four of these are going to be rough. I'm going to lose. I'm 99% sure, but it's without question Karate Kid is better than Empire Strikes Back. I'm going to get laughed at right now. Wait, what happened no. to Steph? We Jim lost Steph. Kid. Three for away. I'm sure you're shocked right now. Three for Karate Kid. Whoa! Three for Karate Kid. Hold on, I gotta go find my wife. Give me one second. She she fell off All of right. this. I'm gonna go walk upstairs. <laughs> <laughs>
She's probably doing some witchcraft. Be careful. <laughs> matter. You guys are going karate kid with this, right? I, I'm, I am. This one is tough. Is tougher for me than uh, than than even the Caddyshack combo. Um, how about if your space was there with laser swords? I watched it three days ago. <laughs> Every time it's on, I leave it on. Hey, listen, I like. I think that to me, Jen, that that point that you bring up, like to me, that is one of those hallmarks of a, of a movie that is really, really good. That no matter when you come onto it, you stop it's whatever you're doing it. and you leave it on. Three times in a row, you're just gonna but like. It's one of the things. Like you know? To me, both of these movies, I will, I will do that too. I would I would watch Empire over and over. I would watch Karate Kid over and over. Like I will do that. Yeah, for me, Star Wars is like fun and entertaining, but it's it's not like I'm not like Star Wars, you know. Yeah, I kind of. I have like Star Wars either, but I have to go for Space Wizards with laser swords over Ralph Macchio. See, I, that's what that's we do, Mark. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> We've already established I can't stand Elizabeth Shue when I don't give a shit about karate. <laughs> so my vote's for Empire. <laughs> Alright, wait a second. When I when I went upstairs to help to give my wife technical support, um we were we were three nothing karate kid. Where are we now? I believe we are at three two in favor of karate kid. And I think you and I are the only ones that haven't voted yet, Justin. Okay. I am 100% Karate Kid. Ah. Uh, I. All right. I, I'm gonna make. I'm. I don't know, man. I really. I want both these to win. <laughs> I love both these movies so much. Um. Uh, I'll, I'll, even though it's a losing vote, I'll give it to Empire. It doesn't matter. It's, a, it's already decided, but I want it to be that close. All right. As far as I'm concerned, Ding Dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> All right. Wow. So now we've got okay. Ferris Bueller coming up against Trading Places. Oh, this one's really tough. I got to be honest. I'm actually talking about George Lucas. <laughs> no. Um, as far like, as much as I love trading places, I have to vote for Ferris Bueller because of what I referred to earlier with the, the scene with Cameron getting pissed off at the car and his dad and everything else. That kind of took that movie to another level for me as being both silly and funny and serious at the same time. So Ferris Bueller to me is a, is overall a better piece than Trading Places, as great as Trading Places is. They were cutting school, and they ended up at a baseball game. They were on TV at the baseball game, and then he ended up in the middle of a parade singing a song in the middle of the city. So easily, Ferris Bueller wins this one for me. I am also Team Ferris. Hashtag Save Ferris. 
Ferris. Ferris. Uh, trading places deserves uh, deserves votes in this. It's trading places. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with trading places as well. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, well, Ferris Bueller wins five to two. Alright. Um, it's four to three. Right. I don't know what math you're doing. There's one shut up. I'm pretty sure it was five to two. Who the hell else said, uh, um... Uh, Kevin, me, and your wife all said trading places. Didn't Kevin say, uh, Ferris Bueller? No, he said it no. deserves my votes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I said trading places deserves my vote. Deserve votes. I'm going trading places. You're drunk. Her yes. Record, yes, I am. All right. Our next matchup is going to be Big versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I know that I've been going to bat for Big as yeah, as good as it is. Raiders is better. I'm, Raiders, I'm the, Raiders wins on this one. I'm the polar. Raiders I'm the polar opposite. I I don't think that Raiders is the best version of its movie. So we, and we I. Know you have four days. And okay. I, so wrong, so incredibly wrong. We've well established this. Listen, don't talk about my wife like that. Um, I'm voting for Big, so it, right away it's 1-1. One, one. I cancel out Kevin's vote. Obviously, Mark is going for uh, Raiders. I'm also going for Raiders. That's right. It is a tough That's call right. for me because Raiders is my favorite. It goes Raiders... Then the Last Crusade, then the Temple of Doom. You could never count possibly be more wrong. Jen, you are, Jen, you are uh, lovely and brilliant as well. Thank you. That just illustrates um, how wrong Josh is. But, but big is like when we made this bracket. I'm like that could win the whole thing. So I'm going big. No, not against Raiders. I could just spend the rest of my life not seeing any of the Indiana Jones again, but I really love Big. It was a big part of my childhood. We would watch it all the time. I have to go with Big. Greg Kelly is the deciding vote. Oh, it's a clear answer. It's Big. Ooh, word up. Oh, Greg. We had a conversation about it. Gregory Kelly, you are so wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Four to three. Uh, Tom Hanks takes oh, out Ray, takes out Ray's so fucking wrong. Oh my god. You are like Jen, you you weren't here before, but Big is one of the like two Tom Hanks exception movies, like that one and Saving oh, Private Ryan. Ryan. Are the, are the only two movies that he's in that I'm like, those are fucking excellent movies. Um, but uh, against Raiders, Greg. Well, you can put it on me all you want. But no, it's, uh, it's all on you. You can blame it on me all you want. I'll accept that. Good. Good. All right. All right, Kevin. He's all right. Up with voting for standby me over the Goonies. It, yeah, I know. It's Goonies. Goonies. Goonies never say die. Goonies. 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 <sighs> What is it? Goonies and what? Goonies yeah. Oh, it's Goonies. Goonies. Whoa! That yeah, quick, Jen? All day and twice on Sunday. That yeah, quick? There's another matchup that I couldn't care less about. So I'll just go sure. to the end. We're on two for Goonies so far. Holy shit. This is, this is probably the hardest one for me so far. 
What the fuck is wrong with you, man? It's Goonies. Oh, God, this is because you've never seen Stand By Me. And? Still and, and what do you mean, and? You haven't seen the fucking fine. movie. Irrelevant. Gotta see it, man. You have to. Oh, oh, you should see it anyway, but it still would be irrelevant in this case. I would be fair to stand by me. I told you. Like, Goonies. Goonies, 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 just one. Again, villains. Kiefer Sutherland versus the Fratelli brothers. <laughs> yeah. I'd love me some Kiefer, though, but... Is this really disgusting people? The Fratellis? Fuck you guys. I'm voting for Stand By Me. They, it deserves a vote. I gotta do it. Keeper's best best role as a bad guy was in the vampire movie. Lost Boys. Lost Boys, Lost Boys. yes. Would you guys Again, I told you, I can't take that movie seriously. Lost Boys is from the 90s. No, it's not. No? It wouldn't have made it into the last Oh shit, it's not even close. It's 87. Wow, yeah. sorry. No, that's 80s casting. Yeah. If it's got two Corys, it's the 80s. Oh, you're right. That's a fair point. That's that's a really that's a good point. Um, Pete, Pete, for posterity's sake, where, where were you going with that? Actually, this one's kind of hard for me, too. These are both, like, really good stories. I... I I'm gonna vote for Stand By Me. That's a raw deal for Stand By Me, I think. But all right, all right. So now we've made it to. Wait, I didn't Remember? vote. Who cares? It doesn't I, matter. I didn't so, vote. So we got four. What I do you didn't what? vote? I said I'm holding my vote till the end because I couldn't care less about these two. I know what you were gonna right. vote for, but go ahead. No, I. What do you got, Steph? Um, Are you going to turn heel and finally vote for the goodies? <laughs> <laughs> just, just to go against Justin, I'll vote for the goodies. Okay. Do you need me to explain that that's wrestling parlance? And this is the parlance of our times? <laughs> All, right. All right. Sorry, five to two goonies. Five to two goonies. And now we come up into the Elite Eight, where... Legit, looking at the Elite Eight, any of these eight could win. One of them definitely should not, but... Oh, fuck you. But there, are se- but there are seven that legitimately have good shots to win. This first right. one, this first one, Kevin, I think this one is going to rip your heart out. Oh, this is, this is the, the hardest matchup of all of them for me. And it is Spaceballs going up against the Princess Bride. I really, really, oh my. I love both of these movies so, so much. Like, this is super rough, but it comes down to whether you're a medieval nerd or a sci fi nerd. Yeah, but I kind of fall into the right. I kind of hit both of these pretty hard. You know, I hit both the end. Spaceballs has the added bonus of being a Mel Brooks film. And Mel Brooks is, like, my filmmaker hero. Like, he, like, he has that. So, like, it has some amazing humor on both sides of this. Like, they are both incredibly funny movies as well. Uh, um, I mean, I think that like, the special effects are campy and fun in both of them. Like on purpose, like that's both excellent there. Um, 
that both have insane quotability and insane rewatchability. So it's very, very difficult for me. I really need some people to, to put some thought into the, to put some uh, choices out there because I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> so I, I think that the, I'm not going to come to a decision right away, but I think that Spaceballs is funnier than The Princess Bride. But I think The Princess Bride is more poignant than Spaceballs. They, it's like a yin and a yang. Like, one is more, like, one is more serious and interesting, and one is just hysterical. So it, it's, okay. hard, it's hard to pick between the two. They both, they both hit the sweet spots of their areas for me. Is this clear for anybody? I'm curious. Is anyone like, oh, yeah, fuck that other movie. I'm voting for this one. <laughs> I'm not going to say fuck you to Spaceballs, but I've seen Princess Bride probably about a hundred times, and I could, I could watch it again right now and just enjoy it, like laugh, cry. I, I have to go with Princess Bride. I'm going to have to agree with Steph, and it's only by a very, very small margin. The very first time I saw Spaceballs, I was at a sleepover party in the sixth grade at Rosemary Fielden's house. Not that any of this is relevant, but it was my first sleepover. And they watched it, and I literally fell asleep during it. I fucking hated it. But then I saw it later in life, like after sixth grade, and found it to be hilarious. But Princess Bride has been a forever favorite. It will be a forever favorite. Uh, yes, both have extensive quotability, um, but I'm, I'm also Team Princess Bride. I'm going to vote for The Princess Bride, and that's mostly because, well, I love Spaceballs, and it's a great movie, but it's parody, whereas The Princess Bride is hysterical, insanely quotable, and although it's based upon a novel, it is, like, it is a more original work. Yeah. Well, I understand where you're coming from with that, Mark, but Princess Bride, like, the storyline for Princess Bride isn't exactly an original storyline. Like, it's not the most, it's not like, it's still the hero's journey. It's still a pretty straightforward love story in that sense. Like, there isn't, I think sometimes it's way harder to pick apart an entire genre, like Spaceballs did, and find things to be funny about all over the place than just say, okay, I'm going to do some, do a film in that genre. Like, to address all of it is really difficult to be really good satire. And it's I'm not worried about that. But, I, like I said, right, by a hair, by a yeah. literal oh, mark, like a Jen, fraction I, of a mark. I, I understand completely. Um, I, I love both these movies so, so much. I think I'm going to go with Spaceballs because I have literally watched Spaceballs, hit, and, and then hit restart and watch Spaceballs again and like and just watch it straight through multiple times I've enjoyed it that much Princess Bride I agree with what you said with Mark and Justin I, I agree with what you said like there is more story to it there is a little bit more feelings to it I like you watch the Princess Bride and I go okay I watched it I can watch it again tomorrow I can watch it again later but I, I'm not going to hit restart right away Spaceballs I literally have restarted it right away and watched it again Stop. I've done that with the princess. Bride. All right, Greg. 
It's, it's, a, it's a very, very tough one. And um, I'm going to start off by saying this. I just scrolled through the top eight. And all of you guys should take a minute and scroll through the top eight. Be very proud of us because I think we really got eight awesome movies. Yep. Um, you, got seven, you got seven really, really good movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which, one, which one are you leaving out of that? It's, of course, Tom Hanks. I, I, no. Listen, I no. That was one of your exceptions, I thought, right? It it is. Yeah, I thought they was. It is. It is. But I I just think it is. I just don't think it holds up to you know, to the same level as the rest of the in this bracket. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I just want to start off by saying good good job, guys, because it it is a solid eight to end it with. So each one of these matchups moving forward is all going to be great matchups. Um, Stop procrastinating. <laughs> In terms of which one I could just sit back, and which one I would want to sit back right now and watch, it would be Spaceballs. So I'm going to go Spaceballs. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. I did not expect that. I didn't expect that either. I did not expect that. All right. We're currently at, I believe we're at three to two, Princess Bride over Spaceballs. I think Peter and I are the two that haven't voted. I think that's correct. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. <sighs> this is really hard. Um, but I'm going to vote for Princess Bride. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I was waiting because I'm also going to vote for Princess Bride. It's, it is like Sophie's choice, honestly. I love Spaceballs. But for some reason, the, uh, for lack of a better word, the drama side of Princess Bride, the, the, the realer feel of Princess Bride speaks to me more than Spaceballs. Um, you were hitting that drama note hard tonight. Yeah, I tend to... Is everything okay? Do we need to talk later? I tend to move in that direction more than comedy, honestly. I, I watch far more dramas than I do comedies. Uh, it's very strange. But uh, it, it feels terrible to say no to Spaceballs, but saying yes to Princess Bride feels correct. So Princess Bride moves on. I wasn't gonna be happy either way on this one. I understand. Yeah. Uh, this this next one, this is a hilarious matchup. Like you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't possibly have two movies next to each other that were more different than these two, right? Yeah. Right. Um, for this one, actually, of the of the um, the matchups here, this is probably this one is one of the easier ones for me. Um, is as if you want, if you had graphs of how much I enjoyed these movies over eight over the years, The Breakfast Club would be a downward slope for me, and The Naked Gun would be an upward slope for me. So I'm going to go with The Naked Gun. I'm in the reverse of those two things. I like as, the, I, as I get older, I like The Breakfast Club more and Naked Gun less. So I'm 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 gonna vote for for Breakfast Club. Although although the Naked Gun is a fantastic movie, I'm not saying it's not a, a good movie. I just like the Breakfast Club more. It's the Breakfast Club for me as well, for the same reasons. I'm not gonna repeat it. I am also voting for the Breakfast Club. <sighs> I'm gonna give Breakfast Club the win. No, I knew it was gonna happen. It's because all you people are fucking staring death in the face more than Kevin and I. <laughs> my my vote is for Naked Gun. 
Well, Pete, Pete mostly, but I mean, yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Pete basically told us he, he's riddled with COVID and he's no chance of survival, like earlier on. So, like, and then Mark confirmed it earlier with the hypoxia thing. So, I mean, Pete, I'm really sorry. Like, what do you want as your epitaph? I don't need one because I'm going to come back and haunt all y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't care. I kind of hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm really. Like, you can't have the naked gun and airplane. <laughs> I'm so happy that the Breakfast Club won, and it's not because Mark is mad, because I'm confused as to why he's so upset about it. But. <laughs> Mark, don't worry, it's going to lose in the next round. Yeah, the yeah I don't believe that. The, the Breakfast Club is a fucking great movie. I've always loved it, even when I was younger, and I probably shouldn't liked it, have liked it as much as I did. Why are there two fucking Gregs? Why? Greg's double, Greg's double fisting on cameras here. Why? <laughs> Why are you get two votes, okay? Yeah. I told you last time that the best part about the Breakfast Club is the family guy bit with the breakfast cereal mascots. I told you that is the best part about the Breakfast Club. But that's not about the Breakfast Club. Yes, it is. It's about the family guy. Yeah, no, that's exactly my point. The best part is the family guy spoof where Tony the Tiger is talking about how his father gave him a carton of cigarettes and thought it was smoked up on either. Yeah. I'll be honest, that might be better than the actual Breakfast Club, but the Breakfast Club is still better than... <laughs> All right. I'm going to the bracket of, like, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky. Yeah, pretty much. Do you know what's awesome about that? Pete, Pete, you know Pete basically what? heard womp, 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 womp. What about the sports ball? I don't understand the sports ball. Yeah, Pete, Pete was like, who? What? Why? Those are places. I've heard of those places. Who's going to go the what now? <laughs> All right, so in the, in the third quarterfinal, we have Karate Kid going up against Ferris Bueller. Is that, is that is, are you vote are you just randomly saying nonsense, Peter? You're voting for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, I am also voting for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Are you referring to the Sky Band? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the good. Come on. I'm gonna have to wax on, wax off. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Be the fence. So it's me and Sarah versus uh, Elizabeth Shue. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Um, yeah, I, th I think uh, I've, got, I've got to go with uh, it's the 80s, Karate Kid. <laughs> wow, okay. I'm surprised at that, Kevin. I'm, I was surpri I'm surprised by that. Two to two right now, Karate Kid and Fer Ferris Bueller. Mark, what esoteric nonsense do you have to add to this? Uh, I, don't, I don't have anything esoteric on this. But I'm going with gratitude. Holy uh, shit, really? Wow. Oh boy, Mark, what have to make the decision. Oh, fuck. That's beautiful. Oh, wait, it's 3 3? Yep. 
Oh, man. That blows. Oh, fuck. See, I wish I could be like Pete and just have nothing to add and not matter and and still make a decision, but I can't do it. You um, can't because you're not funny to listen to. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's cold. That's a cold motherfucker. Uh, wow, it's actually hard. Karate Kid is a, a sentimental favorite for me, but I think between the two movies, the one I enjoy watching more is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, I want to vote for Karate Kid, but I have to vote for Ferris because it's more entertaining. It's it's a it's a better movie. It, it just is. Karate Kid is very uh, formulaic. I mean, it might have been the beginning of the formula, but I want to watch Ferris Bueller now, and I I don't want to watch Karate Kid. So Ferris Bueller. When you, when you compare the climaxes of these two movies, you've got the destruction of the car, which is like this amazing, iconic moment on one hand. And on the other hand, you have crane kick, if used right, no can defend. That's which right. has like, I don't know, 40 counters, even if you're someone as immobile as I am. So it's just not as believable. Listen, he's the best. Danielson was the best around. And no one else can get down, or whatever the hell the song is. Hey, wait a second, though. Only Only one of these was turned into a YouTube original. Listen, here's here's the thing with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right, Justin, since you since you want to go watch Ferris Bueller, just remember this: Ferris Bueller is all a figment of Cameron's imagination. Oh no. Ferris Bueller doesn't actually exist. He is yeah. a made up figment of Cameron's so wait, imagination. Are you telling me that that M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong fucking directed Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> no, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the, uh, is, what, is a, not a Ron Howard, it's a, uh, No, I, I, know, I know who did it. I'm just saying, it, it, you, what you were saying was like the sixth sense. That's, that's why I said yeah, that. Yeah, no, if, if, you wa- if you watch it and go through it. Yeah. You're like, whoa, brain. Yeah, yeah I, I had heard that before. That That's definitely an interesting way of looking at that movie. Yeah. Like the janitor in the first season of Scrubs. Complete and utterly wrong, yeah. Mark. Oh, wait. I have to I have to oh. connect you and you and Jen on Scrubs, because she yeah, asked me about man. Scrubs, and I told her that you were the Scrubs I person. I watching the whole thing. I wanted, like, season two, episode two, but then oh. like, 13 Reasons Why I came out, and I did that to myself, and then okay. I go back to it. Well, 13 Reasons Why was terrible, and I couldn't for a second. It was outstanding and disturbing, but that's another podcast. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, Scrubs is amazing, and Donald Faison and Zach Braff have a rewatch ep- show. It's a podcast that they're doing right now. That oh, yeah? hysterical. And it is great, and they get the other cast members, and they have the showrunner on and stuff like that, and it is so, so incredibly funny. And Scrubs is one of my top yeah, three shows really cool that would be really clever 
Bill Lawrence, the showrunner and um, one of the head writers, tried to pitch that, tried to like support that, but they're just straight up destroying it every episode. All right. Anyway, aside aside, moving on. The last of the quarterfinals, we have Big going up against the Goonies. And I cannot see how Big continues on this run. Don't Uh, worry. Don't worry. Into the semifinals. Yeah, uh, because as they watch their childhood continue to slip away, they are going to vote again. They're going to try to play with all the toys. Get Goonies. Goonies. So much Goonies. It's very much. It's very much Goonies. So much treasure. So much adventure. So, hold on. This came fast and furious. Mark. Kevin and Pete are Goonies. Yep. Um, I gotta go for Big because I don't care about Goonies. And I. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> we already know you're wrong. I don't care about Goonies. <laughs> okay, so all right, Greg. Oh. Right, this one's heartbreaker. Greg, this make is... it a tie because Justin clearly doesn't want to be the tiebreaker. I haven't voted yet. Yeah, I'm not really voting. I need one vote. These are two classics to me. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll vamp about this a little bit. You have Big, right? You have great acting, a great story. Then you have Goonies. The story is maybe for the time kind of new, but generally speaking formulaic, but you have a great cast of characters and a bunch of actors that do a great job at playing their part. They might not be great actors, the way that it isn't big, but they play the parts they have very, very well. It, it, it's a difficult choice to make. Up there, it's their time. Down there, Up it's there, our, it's our time. time. Yeah. It's our time down here. Come on, you got Corey Feldman, Sean Astin, and Josh Brolin. I mean, really. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, yeah. The answer is Goonies. Well, my vote does not matter anymore. But I was going to vote for Big. Um, I'm going to vote for Goonies, so... I know how much Greg liked Big, and I really thought he was going to go for Big there. And I thought I, I thought my Big was going to put it over the top, but I'm okay with it. I have Goonies, Goonies going forward. Yeah. yeah. Four to three. I'm glad the right thing happened there. Very glad. I shamed All right. them. What's that? I shamed them. That's good. <laughs> let's uh, let's 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 do the. Uh, Mark, I know Mark didn't watch it, but like in Game of Thrones, Mark's gonna be the uh, the nun wandering behind everybody with the bell. Shame. <laughs> this is gonna. Th- this first one. This first one's gonna hurt me personally. All right. Semi-final number one is gonna be Princess Bride going up against the Breakfast Club. Uh, Princess Bride. Wow. Way yeah. way way it's hard right on Princess Bride over over Breakfast Club for me. Yeah. Um, There's no discussion. It's Princess Bride. I'll throw a rock to you, goddammit. Mark, I'm assuming you're Princess Bride considering? Yes. Okay. You run, I'll put down my rock, pretend you're sword, and we'll kill each other like civilized men. You're a nice fellow. I hate to kill you. Jen, did you say Princess Bride? I did say Princess Bride, but there's also a wild animal in the yard. What kind of wild animal? Is it a bear? No, 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 no. It's either a giant fox or a mountain lion. Do they have mountain lions in Pennsylvania? They're very different. 
What? Uh, like, they're significantly oh, different in size. Anybody want to see that? Bigger than a fox, but it was like one like, of I love you. I love you, Jenny. I just want to make sure I tell you that one last time. I'm pretty. It was. It was. It was probably a squirrel. <laughs> 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 I've been watching a lot of wildlife in the last 36 hours. That was some bullshit. I just. Did you see how fast I got up and ran inside? I don't get up fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get up fast. Let's see what we got. It ran away right. Okay. Mm, I gotta see if they have coyotes or some shit. They definitely I have coyotes. Coyotes are everywhere, Jen. What the fuck is on Long Island? There are coyotes, there are coyotes in Central in Park. There are coyotes in Central Park. What? Yeah. They're everywhere. There's coyotes on Long Island. No. Stop, guys. You're freaking me out. Stop. There are. For real. Open doors like raptors. <laughs> Pete's an asshole. Pete is an asshole. Um, that thing looked right at me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go." So right. I have, I currently have Princess Bride at four nothing. Did I say? Did I vote yet? I vote for Princess Bride. All right. Here's the deal. I think the Princess Bride should win, and it's going to win. But I'm going to put a vote in for the Breakfast Club, but I, because I think it, it it is a very solid movie. But as I've mentioned before, in terms of formulaic, it might have created the formula, but it, it's a pretty predictable movie overall. The Princess Bride is is not nearly as predictable, and also way more amusing, generally speaking. But I'm going to give it a vote because I think it deserves it. I'll give Breakfast Club a vote too. All right, five to two. Right. Uh, right. Princess Bride moves forward into the finals. All right, and on the bottom half, we've got Ferris Bueller going up against the Goonies. Holy shit! Wow. This one's tougher. This one's tougher for me um, than the other one, but I think I can go with the Goonies uh, pretty solidly. Like I, I appreciate Ferris Bueller. I, hell, it was one of the, you know, it was the inspiration for one of, like, the three times that I ever skipped school. Like, you know, like, and it was fun. And, but, you know, like, Goonies, Goonies was always the, you know, it was one of the big starts to all the, the fantasy adventure that I love in so much, in so many things. And I love how it superimposes it on, you know, on everyday life. I think it's great. That scene at the end when the when the ship gets is set sail and sets out like it's it's a great scene. It's a great movie. So I gotta go with the Goonies over Ferris. I was saying I was saying before how uh, Ferris Bueller the, the I've said it twice I think the Cameron scene and everything and how it made it real like more of a a serious thing versus just a funny thing. Right. The Goonies has this has the same thing in the end like that scene like it. it as silly as what they're doing is, and how like obviously it's it's fantasy. They're doing it to save their house, man. Right, that's what I mean. There's a, there's a real purpose behind the whole thing. There's a real sentiment to it. They're very similar in that regard. That's what makes it difficult for me to make a decision. You, you know what? Focusing on the ending, you just helped me make my choice. Because I remember even as a kid thinking as this pirate ship was like floating off by itself, like into oblivion. I'm like. Can someone chase the damn pirate ship with all the friggin' gold on it instead of just, like, the one bag of gems? 
And like every time that I see it, it bothers me. And I forgot that until you just reminded me. So I am voting for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Can I change your mind by telling you that the actor who portrayed Trunk grew up to be an attorney? No. <laughs> Those are also like even more like pointless trivia. Sydney Lauper is greater than Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton is the is the 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 singer of the main a song in Ferris Bueller, and Cindy Lauper is the, is the singer of the main song in Goonies. Which makes I vote again. I vote against Wayne Newton because he's of a he stole away Clark's girl in a Vegas vacation. Oh, fair point. Fair <laughs> point. But I, I think Jen might have been eaten by that raccoon or whatever it is she saw. Like it was dumb. It was for sure a squirrel. Definitely a squirrel. I have two books. Maybe a coyote, but it's kind of dark for them to be about. It had teeth like this. <laughs> you know what the story is going to be called. <laughs> <laughs> You're still alive. Excellent. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Just quoting the life insurance policy of both. God damn it. <laughs> we almost had a boat. <laughs> um, I got uh, two to one Ferris Bueller, or is it one one? I don't know who voted yet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. I've got Goonies. Goonies. Pete won Ferris Bueller, so it's one one. One one. All right, I was right. Mark, where did you go? I'm also Goonies. Goonies one Ferris. Versus that, what? Did I vote already? No. No, you were running from. We thought from. you were dead. Well, no, I thought didn't. I was dead, guy. Um, Goonies. Goonies racing back. Three one Goonies. Come on, Steph. Okay. I'm I don't care for Goonies. Because you're coming. I actually do like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Greg Kelly. You've the entire time that you, like, never watched Goonies or watched it once and you didn't like it, so. Who's left the vote? Me and who else? Me and you. you. And Me and Justin still the vote, and it's 3 2 Ferris right now? 3 2 Goonies. 3 2 Goonies right now. That math doesn't work. Sure, it does. There's seven of us, there's two left to vote, we have five total votes. Yes, it does. Right. Drink more. <laughs> what? Would you like to vote first? I, I'll vote first. I've been fucking you over this whole time, so yes, I'll vote first. Um, this is a, a, it's, it's a difficult decision. You know, the Goonies have everything going for them. They're both serious and funny. I like a cast of characters more than I like one character. And Ferris and Cameron are kind of the two that carry that whole movie. I know Ferris's girlfriend or is, you know, an important part of that and there are other parts, but every, every single one every single, I can't remember her name. The Goonies is to me marginally better than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, very marginally. But I'm going to vote for the Goonies and put them over the top. I would vote Goonies as well. Um, with a very slight margin, but I didn't want to make it not exciting if you were going to go Ferris. Try to give it a little bit more life. 
Oh, I was Goonies as well. Alright. Let's do uh, number three first, as usual. Okay, so the bronze matchup is the Breakfast Club against Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I am going to vote for the Breakfast Club. It's good because I am fairly certain it's going to be the only vote they get. But I think that movie, while not nearly as funny and I mean, probably not as good, deserves at least one vote. That's, that's a, a very iconic movie um, in terms of like teenage angst. Yeah. I'm going with Ferris over the Breakfast Club. I mean, we've got two John Hughes movies going up against each other here, but I'm going with Ferris here. I am voting for the Breakfast Club. Okay. Well, hold on. I'm curious as to why, Pete. I, I think, again, I think you have multiple rich characters all that have something, someone can identify with just about anyone in that movie. Right? I think I said that when we initially discussed it. Whereas I think Ferris is kind of this larger-than-life character that's fun to watch, but I don't know anyone that can identify with him that much. I think he can tend to identify with people around him, but he's such the clear protagonist of that movie that I, I just don't think it has the same kind of ensemble effect that I think was pulled off really well in The Breakfast Club. I, I think, think it's kind of, you know, the difference between those two things is kind of arbitrary for deciding on which one of these is a better movie. They're both really fantastic, really well done. And well acted in movies, um, but I'm thinking the Breakfast I think you articulated what I was thinking better than I could, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I think you, I, I, I'm going to agree with Justin that you said that really well. Um, I think the idea is, are you see, you know, in the Breakfast Club, you're seeing who you are, you're seeing the person that you relate with, and then Ferris Bueller, you're supposed to see the person that you wish you got the chance to be. Right, and I, and I think you can definitely identify with Cameron in that movie um, to great effect, but there's such a wider array of, I think you can see yourself in multiple characters in The Breakfast Club, and they think about those characters interact. Annoyingly, in Ferris Bueller, I relate to the sister the most. <laughs> I relate to Jennifer Grey the most in that. Son of a bitch. Why does he get away with everything, and I have to do it all? You know what? Knowing your, really, knowing your, re- knowing you and your brother, I get that. That's why I, I relate to that. Never <laughs> great way more, and not the whole falling in love with Charlie Sheen thing, just to piss off parents. But you know, the yeah. rest of it. Think about that end scene in Ferris Bueller, though, of him running home and pretty much racing the station wagon down the street yeah. to hide to make it seem like he was there all day. Like, but he still stops to say hi to the two girls on bathing. Are you yeah. still discussing this? He shakes their hands. Listen, I'm voting for Ferris Bueller. We're just having a little bit more discussion about it. That's all. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, um, I'm voting for the Breakfast Club. All right, hold on. Wait, I, I have it at three three, but I feel like Mark didn't vote. I no, didn't. I no, okay, that's fine. That that's fine. Go ahead. I, I, like this is a choice between uh, like I was trying to come up with a good analogy, and I I haven't found something that fits it really well. But I really don't care for either of these movies, so it's like asking me to choose between raisinets and like chocolate oranges. I don't like either of them. That's for sure. How the Even fuck do you not like a raisinette? That's where you went. <laughs> How the fuck do you not like a raisinette? Seriously. The, the chocolate I like orange, raisinette. I understand. But, like, chocolate-covered raisins are fucking amazing. 
universally. Bomb. I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, I ate the chocolate off the raisinets and then spit out the raisins. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> It really was a Goobers. Who would dare go by the Raisinets when you got Goobers available? That's a, that's a completely different argument. What bracket are we doing? We're doing movies. So we got sucked into, uh, move, into movie snacks for a moment. Holy shit, right. movie snacks. There's another one. I gotta write that down. Uh, I'm, gonna use, I'm gonna use this butter knife to write that down. I'll be right back. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Jab it out and so you can write it in blood? And Hold on, wait. <laughs> all right. I know Mark and, and Steph have to vote now. That's all that I remember. Steph, where are you on this one? I don't particularly care for Breakfast Club. It is not my favorite John Hughes movie at all. Um, I think Ferris Bueller is just much more enjoyable to watch. It is more of a fantasy. Like, I understand what people are saying about identifying with people, but I don't want that in the movie. I want the fantasy with the the baseball game and the parade and the car. And yet somehow you don't like the Goonies. Yeah, thanks. I was thinking exactly the same thing, Mark. I appreciate that. All right, maybe I have to watch it in, in this decade. There's icky things in that fantasy, Mark. Well, Mark... Maybe we're, Stephanie we're, just wants to be the sausage queen of Chicago. <laughs> where, 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 where were you gonna end up, Mark? I think I know, but uh, I have to vote for Emilio Estevez. Really? Yeah, buddy. Okay, bud. Wow. I, you know what? I, that surprises me, but I'm happy. That's nice. It, unfortunately, Ferris Bueller wins four to three. Wow. Not unfortunately. I shouldn't say that. Ferris Bueller is a great movie, but I, I really was hoping that the Breakfast Club would pull that out. All right. So here it is. The final. The Princess Bride going up against the Goonies. Which was actually the two that I picked for the top two when I when I spoke with Greg about it early, early on. Um these I'm I'm a little bit torn about it, but the the real decisions for me have already been made earlier on. So um of these two despite them two be, being two absolutely fantastic quintessential movies of my being, um, Princess Bride is going to win over the Goonies. I'm the only opposite. I, I think they're both wonderful movies, but the Goonies gets my vote. Goonies is the best Asian movie. I have to go for Princess Bride. I hope I don't have to vote. Steph, what are you thinking on this one? I think she's been yes. very clear, and I've also been on there for like a quarter of it. All right, I know, that's why I'm getting it out of the way. Like, as an adult, but just the Princess Bride, I've seen so many times, and it's just it's such a part of me ever since I was a little kid. So, you know, I, Back to the Future can't. So, Princess Bride has to. I'm curious what Mark has. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious what Mark thinks, because I, I know Mark has an affinity, at least somewhat, for both these movies. Yeah, I mean, I do love both of these movies, but I have to go with The Princess Bride over The Goonies, just because there is more of the nonsensical sort of humor in The Princess Bride. 
that like the Goonies is like a great sort of like adventure movie, but it does not have anywhere near the depth of humor in it that there is to be found in The Princess Bride. That is a hundred percent correct, Mark. Run some unusual size. I don't think that he does. I have to be honest. Between these two movies, it it's almost impossible for me to pick one that I want to watch more than the other. Both these movies, to me, are equally as good. It it, it, it it's it's for a, an almost nonsensical reason that I picked the Goonies because the movie is mildly more like fun. I don't mean that. I don't know. I just I pick the Goonies. I don't have a good reason to pick the Goonies, but I do. But I want to watch both these movies almost equally. What's that? Them going down those water slides on their way down to that sailboat, like I don't know. The whole teenage, the whole teenage, like being teenagers thing speaks to me more than the Princess Bride. But both of them are almost equally as good. I, I it, it's a stupid reason, but I, I pick the Goonies. It doesn't matter. The Princess Bride is one, which I think I'm very ha- I'm perfectly happy with. So, Jen, I know you were avoiding voting, but where would you fall on this one? <sighs> Again, very, very slim margin. I, I feel like... I feel like it sucks. Is the is worst thing. Somebody's eating some. Um, I have to ultimately, ultimately... By fifty-one to forty-nine percent, go Princess Bride. Oh, all right. Okay. That's it's five to two, Princess Bride. I'm, I am a hundred percent okay with how that turned out. Like I, I, I voted for the Goonies. I kind of wanted them to win a little bit, but the Princess Bride winning, especially considering how much I know you guys, makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. If you ask me tomorrow, the Princess Bride might win. So, but yeah. Yeah. Right, and if you ask me tomorrow, it might be Goonies. So, I, you know, this was uh, right now in this moment, it's the Princess Bride. The only I, I am mildly upset the Breakfast Club didn't did not get a third it place. Early on, um, Mark that he said Columbo reads a bedtime story to Kevin Arnold. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah, um, I mean, you got Andre the Giant, and you've got you've got Carrie always. You've got, you know, so many Listen, the best cat, the best, ca- the best character oh, in, the best character in Princess Bride oh. is Inigo Montoya. There's no question. Uh, yeah. Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin is amazing in that. Uh, what the, is, like, Steph? What's the name of the actor? The little midget dude who does the, uh, he does the poison challenge with uh, Inigo Montoya. He's not a midget. It's Wallace Shawn. He's short, yeah. but he's not. He's very short. And <laughs> uh, I mean, that that scene, you know, never, never get into a battle of wits with the Sicilian when death is on the line. Yeah, seriously. Using uh, that word, I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> I have brought that phrase up so many times in the past. Oh yeah, all the time. Week and a half. So, like anybody want to? I not use it a lot, but like. That word, like, I keep using it in refer- in reference to my daughter. I'm uh, saying, like, cause she'll just say one word, and you get so she goes, "What you want?" I'm like, "I'm like, what you think it means?" I do not think that means what you think it means. 
Yeah, you know, I'm happy. Honestly, I'm happy for you that it won. I know the affinity that you and Rachel have for it. And I love it too. So yeah. uh, you know, it, it's it's nice that it it, it it ended up winning. Yes, that was very. That was a really good one, and that one might have had the most heartbreaker decisions that we've had to make in make in any of these brackets that we've done so far. But if we end up doing a '90s one. That one may come up. That one may come close with, uh, with how those with how those. We got a bunch um, of ideas now. I mean, we got sequels. We got nineties. Yeah, this is this is a, a litany of uh, of uh, movie ideas right now. Let's yep. see what, what we shall see what we uh, we come up with next. But yeah, what's uh, next? I think for now it's uh, time to call it quits, everybody. I hope uh, everybody's enjoyed it. I hope everyone listening is uh, staying safe and enjoying um, a couple local beverages of themselves. And, uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash voyage and Twitter and Instagram at BeerTasticShow or send them a good old-fashioned email at BeerTasticVoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and cheers for local beers.